My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus uh, Antares, a astral elf wizard. Hi everybody, I'm Michael. I'm playing Tetra Aeonite, a circle stars druid. Hi, my name's Claire. I am playing Naudis, or Now, who is a dwarven forged fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, monk owl. Hello! Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It is so lovely to have you join us again for our Return of the Giants campaign, the premier homebrew campaign featuring the Return of the Giants. So, uh, we will be jumping into the session in no time at all. I know I quite cruelly left you all on a bit of a cliffhanger last session. Sorry about that. Um, not that sorry. Uh, but before, before we do, I do have some announcements really quickly. Um, now, for those of you who joined us for the Tyranny of Dragons, nope, not Tyranny of Dragons, for the Curse of Strahd campaign or our Avatar Legends campaign uh, last night, you will have heard this message before, but I'm going to say it again. Jasper's game week is only a few days away. And by few days, I mean it's like 12 days away. So that's like a week and a bit. It's like almost two weeks, really. But it's very, very close. Starting on the 15th of May and running through until the 20th, Jasper's game week, Australia edition, will be hosting three charity live stream TTRPG events every single day. Uh, I will be playing on the second stream of the day on Thursday the 18th at 3.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time with some lovely, lovely people from Dungeons and Doctorates and Fables Awakened. So very, very excited to be, uh, to be well, to, I mean, to get to be a player. It's only very rarely I get to uh, get to be a player in D&D. So I'm very, very excited to, uh, to be able to do that again. Um, we will be playing D&D 5th edition, but there's going to be loads of other systems on display there. I know uh, good friend Jackson Heenan is going to be running 13th Age, which I hear is a little bit like D&D 3.5 edition, but streamlined Ooh. and uh, more like optimized, which sounds amazing because 3.5 is a pretty good edition of D&D. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kids on Bikes, which I'm actually, I, I've only recently discovered Kids on Bikes. It's a really, really cool TTRPG system. We will be doing a one shot or two shot of it in the near future. It's really fun. It's basically like Stranger Things, the TTRPG. So the, I, yeah. Hence the yeah, kids on bikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also like teens in space, which is like the teenage yeah. sci-fi version of it, which also looks really fun. But I thought we'd start with kids on bikes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool system. So super excited to have a go at that. Jared is here tonight. I can see in chat. We've got some worry about Jared. Jared is here, but his camera is off. And so we're just, just so that we can still have the character art playing in the side. I need to look that way for the character art. Um, I haven't updated the overlay with, um, with Crassus's artwork. I do have the the crassus artwork i do have a seven player overlay ready to go i just didn't switch it across tonight because I, it is nice to have the character out flicking through on the side and um if jared doesn't have his camera on it's just a still picture of jared's face for the whole evening but jared say some words so people know you're alive and you're here oh I, i'm here i'm alive doing pretty well just uh knee, knee surgery still um got me uh unfortunately off the computer chair i can't really sit on it for too long at all so but i'll, I'll hopefully in the next coming weeks i'll be on on the camera no no pressure at all uh, health comes first as you know that's our our rule here life and health come first so make sure you're fully healed first and it's very very important um but we are very stoked to have you joining us again obviously with uh, curse of strata on monday you weren't uh, feeling too well for that so super happy that you're feeling a bit better today very very excited to have you back um what was i saying um yeah so 
Jasper's Game Week. Make sure you go and check it out on the streams. Don't just come and watch uh, the stream with me on Thursday, although I'd love to see you there. Uh, make sure you go and watch some of the other ones as well. Any donations that you make uh, will go to support the Black Dog Institute, which does some absolutely fantastic work in Australia with mental health awareness and advocacy and also uh, improving mental health in, in teenagers and young, young adults. Um, you can also join any of the sessions if you want to. I am pasting into chat right now some links if you wish to come and join the game that i am in you may click any one of those links otherwise uh you can also uh, head to jasper's game week i'll post a uh, a link to the uh, homepage for it and that way you can go and check it out and see if there's any other ones that you want to join let me just copy this right now here is the link for the full jasper's game uh game week yeah be really really cool to see you guys there and uh, in the session that i'm playing in the dm has as i've said before a d300 wild magic surge table the lovely people watching at home can donate to activate that wild magic surge table whenever they want um yes. that'll be fun uh i posted a poll to youtube asking what character class i should play youtube limits me to only four options so the options i proposed were bard sorcerer druid and wizard at the moment it is a dead tie between bard and sorcerer Oh, not for dead long. time oh, wow. not for long <laughs> so uh it's it is it's, obvious choice guys i'm oh, i'm a huge fan of bard I, I i will say the last two times i've played DD, i'm pretty sure i was also playing a bard um so i'm not opposed to playing other other classes as well i know bard seems the obvious choice for me but uh i'm happy to <laughs> happy to have a go at other other classes uh, i am I posting it. in the chat right now the link if you wanted to go and vote on that um <laughs> It is, it's a dead heat between uh, Bard and Sorcerer. It looks like two more people have voted, one for Bard, one for Sorcerer since I last <laughs> checked. <laughs> um, I used character art of Gloria for the Bard, uh, Varys for the Sorcerer, uh, Theodore from Curse of Strahd for the Druid, and Jonor for the Wizards. So it's uh, it's also voting, I guess, on the character art that people think is the coolest. And uh, as, mm. as is no doubt the case, people do love Gloria, which is so funny because <laughs> I think that still surprises Alice that like to this day, we still occasionally get people being like, Oh, where's Gloria? She's great. Let's get Gloria back. <laughs> I'll try. You know what? I think it's fine. It's, it's... <laughs> Just because you're not playing, you're not playing, um, you're not playing that character anymore. You're I back know, to being indifferent about, <laughs> different Gloria's about Gloria. Gloria's great. I love Gloria. Mm. Oh, that was fun. Gin and Gloria's uh, imagined beef. I did really enjoy that. Um, the banter was fun. The banter was great fun. So yeah, please come and check out Jasper's Game Week. It'll be over at the Meeples and Dragons Twitch stream. Um, I'll be posting leading up to it every day to make sure that we get as many people there as possible. Um, and if you're watching us live tonight, make sure you stick around to the end because we are going to go raid the Corsairs Cove after this. Um, our good friend Josh the Pirate is going to be doing some streaming tonight and we will go and jump in and show him lots of love and support. He's a really, really cool, lovely guy. He's the one who introduced me to Kids on Bikes, actually, and he plays some really, really cool out there TTRPG systems I've never heard of um, that I'm really keen to, to learn from. So yeah, we'll go, we'll go check him out. So if you're watching us live, make sure you stick around to the end. That is all the announcements I have to share. Oh no, there's one more. Um, it has come to my attention that Tears of the Kingdom has leaked online. Um, oh. It is everywhere. Uh, I have seen a number of people uh, playing it. I've seen a number of Twitch streamers streaming it only very briefly before Nintendo takes their channels down forever. Um, yeah. And a couple of YouTubers no. have already been uh, <laughs> been destroyed by Nintendo. I obviously, what yeah, I know. It's just obviously, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be playing or downloading or accessing any pirated version of Tears of the Kingdom 
I, I can wait till game day. I'm going to be avoiding spoilers until then as best as I can. The internet is a dark and dangerous place where if you walk in shining a light, you're often going to see things you don't want to see, but I'm just going to do my best to avoid spoilers. We will be doing a full playthrough. It will be on game day, on, on launch day, on, uh, on May 12th. Obviously, I'm not going to be streaming a pirated version of a game when the most <laughs> anti-pirate game development company <laughs> are the ones who made it. What are you Ugh. thinking, guys? Please, please, for your own sakes, please stop streaming Tears of the Kingdom. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Just wait. Just wait, please. Awesome. That's that out of the way. <laughs> um, oh, there's one other fun thing only for the Twitch streamers. We have new animated emotes. I am posting them in chat right now. Please make sure you use them whenever we do a raid. There is one for raiding. There is one for jumping into other channels. The raid one is me as the DM being set on fire with the words raid above it. And the other one when we jump into new chats is Varys popping in saying hello there and then popping out again. So yeah, please. Although it doesn't look like it works very well when you've only got the single line. What if I just post it once does that work i might have to adjust the varus one ever so slightly yeah you can't see the hello there text that's okay i'll fix that up later awesome that is all of the news does anyone else have anything fun to share or are we ready for some dungeons and dragons whoop i'm very whoop. keen <laughs> thank you for, thank you for whoop. the whoop brilliant whoop, whoop. <laughs> I actually genuinely don't know who that is now <laughs> i'm like looking trying to figure out i genuinely don't know anymore um Oh my goodness. Okay, let me read a quick recap to get us into the, the headspace, and then we will jump straight back into the session. <clears throat> the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Tetra, Niles, Nauthys, and Crassus have been sent to the nearby settlement of Laspire to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead in the nearby area. Arriving at the town, the group found some obvious signs of trouble as they travelled down the main road leading through the open town gates. They were met just outside the gates by Harry, a Harangon travelling merchant who had only just arrived to peddle his wares in town and attempt to open a rather lucrative trade deal with the hill giants. Deciding to travel in together, safety in numbers, the group found the town seemingly abandoned. The central town square now destroyed, replaced by a massive metal and obsidian orb softly glowing and pulsing with light. Deciding to investigate the nearby houses, some of which seemed to be in the process of being deconstructed, the group found the settlement crawling with clockwork creations resembling ants the size of dogs. From all over the town, these mechanical creatures were gathering materials and transporting them to the sphere. After taking on some spider-like drones and a larger damaged scorpion construct in the nearby church, the party discovered the nearby tavern seemingly untouched by the constructs, a apparent safe zone around it. Heading there and only briefly being interrupted in their transit by some uh, well-repaired scorpion drones, the party entered into the tavern and discovered it in a state of having just been abandoned. The bar room itself, however, was disguising a hidden danger. Mephits made of smoke and steam attacked the party during their thorough investigation of the chimney. With the Mephits soon defeated, a survivor revealed himself to the party. Nomu had been hiding in the tavern since the attack and had some interesting observations for the group not just the history of the area, the local history, but also an item he had seen hanging on the wall that the drones seemed very interested in. Heading into the cellar below to recover this item, the group were ambushed by two more methods, one made of ice and another made of magma. Despite a tense battle, the team were victorious, using their newly acquired level three abilities, leveled up. Heading to the back of the cellar, the group recovered a strange metal device shaped like a triangular prism made of obsidian, obsidian, electrum, and brass. 
as now this picked up the strange device, some magic activated, splitting it into fragments. These fragments then reformed into strange diamond-like shapes, which then shot towards the party, slamming into them. And that is where we left off last session. We're going to rejoin exactly in that moment. As now this raises this device up to get a closer look, it begins crumbling into pieces, falling apart. The pieces immediately freezing in midair before changing. Some of them spinning quite rapidly and slamming into other ones, almost like constellations of stars moving throughout the galaxy, moving very quickly, colliding and forming these new shapes and new devices. Before too long, five glowing triangular and diamond-shaped devices spin above now this's head. Now there's you feel a pain in your hand and as you look down, the last remaining part of this device has finished reforming and you watch as it burrows a hole through your hand, dealing two points of blood, two points of piercing damage. Could have been worse. Um, as this device burrows through into your hand, now there's you suddenly find your vision fading into white as you lean back looking up towards the top of the ceiling the rest of the devices slam down towards each of you every single one of you is hit by one of these devices as it slams into your bodies there's a brief momentary surge of pain and then nothing you're not sure how much time has passed when you start to regain consciousness. There's a faint ringing in your ears as the first sensation you're aware of. And as your vision slowly begins to return, fading in as if looking down a long, dark tunnel, you find yourselves in a very unfamiliar environment, lying on the floor, looking up at a very large metal vaulted ceiling. Massive stone archways holding aloft this brilliant gold and electrum embossed roof. The area around you, as you as you look up from your place on the floor, seems enormous. There's a massive cavernous hall lit by floating gemstones in metal wall sconces attached to the stonework. As you come to and look around, you see on the ground around you five other figures. Giants, by the look of them, dressed in unfamiliar clothing, representing what looks to be a number of different giant groups. You see two stone giants, two storm giants, and a frost and fire giant. Like a frost and fire giant, as in like the... A frost giant and a fire giant. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, each of you sees a slightly different number of giants because you are looking through the eyes of a giant. As you look down, your bodies are not your own. Oh, what? You are in the form of one of these giants. Oh, um... Lara, did you give us a mushroom? What is going on? <laughs> I, I promise I have not force-fed anyone any mushrooms, but I was seriously wondering, are we dead? <clears throat> is this what being dead is like? What, we turn into a giant? Is that what being dead is? We turn into a holy shit. <laughs> ah. So, Tetra yeah. and now this, both yeah. of you appear to be stone giants in appearance. Long, sinewy forms seemingly carved out of stone, dark grey skin, 
smooth featureless heads, but these beautiful onyx tattoos swirling around forming these patterns across your skin that resemble almost like circuitry covering your bodies. The clothes that you wear, thank you. <laughs> I can see Claire's enjoying that. The clothes that you wear are very form-fitting, almost looking like a flight suit of sorts. Light greys, whites with areas of orange. You can also see glowing crystals surrounded by metal embedded at certain points around the suit. Uh, the others, uh, I'll go through each of you really quickly. Crassus, you appear to be a fire giant. Niles, you appear to be a cloud giant. Lyra, you appear to be a storm giant. And Harry, you appear to be a frost giant. Okay. Harry, Harry, Harry's just looking for his ears. Uh, there are no ears. Your pale blue skin, <laughs> Harry, uh, is almost like partially transparent at places, revealing the movements of the musculature underneath. You can see that there are very dark blue purple tattoos, runic tattoos on your right arm, all the way from the shoulder down to the fingers. The clothing that you wear is very heavily fur and uh, beaten leather and stitched leather, forming this, um, what looks to be almost a little bit patchwork, larger um, cloak around you. You can also see that you have a very long white beard uh, braided with these tiny runestones with gemstones uh, embedded in them. Uh, Crassus, your hair is aflame. You are wearing this dark iron, um, Again, the very similar flight suit to the stone giants, but this one is much more heavily armored. And you can see sections where it's actually bleeding through lines of ruby forming these um, almost like connections between the arms and the hands. So there's a long line of ruby running up from each arm all the way to the shoulder, a perfect circular marking around each shoulder that then joins onto the back and forms six more circles down the spine, all glowing and pulsing softly with this ruby light. Wait, what did you, you say? Sorry. You said you almost look like you could take a hit. Ha! <clears throat> well, <laughs> I suppose that I'm not a frontline warrior, so it is quite interesting being in this form. It is. Wait, I wonder. Um, she's going to try and um, uh, cantrip a, a mold earth either on herself or something around her, try and see if she still has access to it. As you try to cast mold earth can't find the magic that you tap into. The arcane connection that you have is no longer there. I'm, um, <clears throat> so so you said that, that I have these rubies going up my arm. Yeah, it's almost, it almost looks like someone has taken rubies, melted them down, and then been able to form them into perfect lines along the clothing that, that form this, this continuous unbroken line from the wrist all the way up to the shoulders perfect circles on the shoulders and then link back around towards the arms. Imagine like the airbender tattoos from Avatar The Last Airbender, mm. but rather than arrows, it's very much circle motifs and uh, and lines. This very, yeah, kind of like circuit board style um, patterning. Uh, now there's two more people whose appearance I need to describe really quickly as yeah. well. Niles, you appear to be a humanoid. Your bird, bird wings are gone. You are instead a, a very large, tall, uh, muscular figure. Very pale, white-blue skin. Constantly surrounded by these wisps of cloud that as you move your hands to sort of check yourself, a trail of clouds follows you, precipitates in the air as, as it follows you around, creating this sort of like after image of cloud wherever you move. 
Um, your hair and uh, beard seem to be very similar as well, this very wispy cloud-like substance. And the clothing that you wear is a much more exaggerated flight suit than the others. You can see that it is incredibly form-fitting with these almost like ridges down the sides that as you poke and prod out actually open up to form these larger membranes, which you think probably is almost like a proper flight suit. If you were to jump off wearing this and pull these open, it would be like a gliding suit. I do have wings after all. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Lyra, who is a storm giant. Lyra. Lightning crackles across your fingertips as you look at your hands and move around. You are the tallest out of everyone here. I mean, probably you've gone from the shortest to the tallest, which is quite hilarious, actually. Um, <laughs> as you as you look at your fingers and the lightning crackles across them, you can see that you are, yeah, incredibly tall. Pale purple skin, um, long flowing white hair that is braided around and this meshwork and lattice of metal throughout, forming this almost like a, a crown throughout the hair that's woven through, creating these patterns all linked together with gemstones. Your clothing is the most luxurious. It's a series of two large interconnected robes sto- sewed and stitched together to form this very flowing, almost what looks to be a, a, a singular piece of fabric, but you can see where some of the stitch marks are, creating this overlapping layered series of coats with lots of very um, dark blues and light gray colorations throughout, uh, occasionally marked by these very brightly glowing yellow gemstones that seem to flash every so often across. Um, you also have the the, the um, robes that you wear stop at the sleeves, so, uh, stop at the shoulders, the sleeves stop at the shoulders, and a series on your right hand, a series of metal interlocking plates forms this almost like gauntlet style bracer on your right arm, which is covered in runes and gemstones, and this beautiful, very delicate filigree of Electrum joining all of these together to form what looks to be some sort of very strange arcane apparatus. Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the Infinity Gauntlet. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Campaign over. <laughs> Do you guys think that... Have we taken over someone else's bodies, or are these, like empty bodies that we are now in. That's a disturbing thought. Um, and the next thought that follows from that is, if we have taken somebody's bodies, have they taken ours or were they? Oh, that is a rather concerning thought. Could Lyra reach out to sort of the body that she's in in the same way that she was probably used to with Shana and sort of just say like, Hello, is there anybody else in here? Ah, oh, yeah, so, so mentally inside your mind trying to call out. Yeah, you, you do so. You hear no response. As you're all kind of a bit confused and processing this information, the doors at the far end of the hallway open, these massive wooden doors carved and beautifully inlaid with this series of uh, stylized, embossed, giant figures, one of each of the clans that you can see. And striding through is a figure you've seen before. The king, King Mjorn, who you saw die during the events of Tyranny of Dragons, give his life to prevent Tiamat's return. He looks younger than you remember, 
The beard is far shorter, the hair braided back, and the clothing is uh, much more uh, form-fitting. You can see that he is, yeah, he looks almost almost like a younger man. And as he strides in and looks towards you, sees you all sort of looking at him in a bit of confusion. What's, what is the matter? Are you, are you okay, my friends? What is wrong? Um... We are distracted. We, there's this boom, 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 boom noise. It's constant noise. Right now, this doesn't have a heartbeat normally. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That's so uh, true. Wow. Um, oh, man, that's a really good point. There's lots of... Yeah. And now there's, this is a very confusing experience for you. Every every so often, the, the body that you're in suddenly goes... <gasps> I think pulls in ah. air for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so now yeah. this has never had to breathe before and actually now, now this as well you don't <laughs> normally have to blink like when when now this blinks yeah. the lights in your eyes just dim ever so slightly because there's not actually you don't actually have eyelids carved into you they're just at the top yeah. you're there's, there's this burning sensation coming from your from your ah. eyes right now that you cannot identify <laughs> ah. <laughs> this is such I'm, a good I'm, point I'm, i hadn't I'm thought sweat. about that things are I'm, I'm, dry and Wet at once. Ow. <laughs> Ow. My, my friends, you are concerning. You are concerning me. What? What is wrong? This is gonna sound strange. Uh, King, King, King. What was? What was your name again? <laughs> Surely you're just. Uh, and he looks at you with a bit of a confused smile, and then as all of you sort of look back, <laughs> still a bit confused. Uh, perhaps, perhaps it would be best if I took you to the medical bay. Maybe there has been some discharge of energy. I know that we we were experimenting with some of the uh, the stone crystals down below. Perhaps, I, I have your wits been scrambled by a discharge of energy from the stone crystals, my friends. Is this still in Nelby's hands? The what was thing. that? Sorry. Is the shard still in? The... No. no. As you look down, the shard is gone. Now there's these. These aren't your hands. Um. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you could come to me a moment. Um. What? What year is it? Year. Uh, yes. I think it is very important that we we take you to the medical bay at once. Uh, we were just about to start the preparations for the first powering up of the portals, but I think maybe it's best if you have a moment to rest before we try out the experiments, no? I think that might be wise. Indeed. I I am I am sure that if I was to ask Sinmare, she would delay the uh, the activation. Uh would you prefer that, my friends, or would you like? To well, it depends. Well, the, uh, the the activation of what? The the portals that we have been working on to try and contact other realms. This this world's Nostea is, is a beautiful place, and we love it very much. But to discover that there are other places that we can contact and talk to, Sinari is very excited. I think a light down is a good idea. I don't think you should stop anything important on our account. Yeah, perhaps we should be able to maybe speak to a medical professional about whatever this is that's affecting us. Perhaps that would be wise. Come, 
My friends, come. I will take you to the medical bay myself. I, I am quite concerned about your safety. Sinmare and Queen Kaimire will just have to wait for me. <laughs> I am confident they will not start without me, no? Question. How much of, like... Okay, now now this is not in this category, but how much would residents of Mustaya know about what happened? Like... So is it that's that definitely happened, or yeah. So like this this is where time? it gets. This is actually yes. up to is this it? is actually up to your characters. So your characters were the ones. So Mira, Loki, Yerveth, Jin, and Shana. Mm. You were the ones who learned that the giants had. Uh, so, so 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 I should say. Let me rephrase. It's common knowledge that only the giants are native to Nostea. All other races have come from other places. Um, you know that every everyone on Nostea knows that, and everyone knows that the, the the giants created portals. Those portals were gateways to other worlds. Originally, the dragons, dwarves, and elves came through. They were on Nostea for many hundreds of years, and then something happened, and the giants disappeared. Mm. And then, yeah. in in the efforts to reactivate these portals and to to do other things, other like ways were opened, and that's how other people have come through since then. Um, yeah. at different times through through either the misactivation of giant tech or, or other experimentation to try and copy the technology that's when other races have come through to Nostea um, it's up to the Tempest Guild how much they shared about whether or not because the Tempest Guild learned during their time that actually the gods were involved with the banishment that, of the giants that's yeah. right so I'm just wondering like how much I'm trying to separate old character yeah from the, mine's very easy because now this doesn't know anything um, but <laughs> So I would I would say <laughs> judging judging by how the campaign concluded, it seems yeah. like you didn't want to have this be public knowledge. There were key people who you needed who you really thought needed to know this, um, mostly leaders uh, of the different nations. But it didn't sound like you, as the Tempest Skills, your previous characters were trying to publicly share this knowledge with everyone. Mm. It seems like you were more keeping it under wraps for the moment. Mm. I, I don't mm. think um, Lockie would have had the nouns to sort of keep it hidden hidden he wouldn't have gone like shouting it from the rooftops or anything but if someone asked him a question he would have answered yeah okay well that's actually quite convenient because Loki's been with the giants for most of this time so that's okay yeah. that's yeah. fine actually would Loki be here he would be down there yeah no no now yeah 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 he's down oh yeah he's yeah, down yeah. Down yeah. yeah 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 he's been with Samari right yeah yeah Samari, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh okay that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you've given me you've given me too good an idea to not. You've given me too good an idea. Actually, as as King Mjorn begins to lead you out of the chamber, um, you hear the sound of metal crunching on stone, and as King Mjorn looks down a side passageway, he smiles. Ah, Loki, sent to fetch me, no doubt. Am I taking too long to come to the uh, demonstration? Yes, Sinmare had scheduled this for approximately ten ten. It is now ten twelve. You are late. <laughs> Forgive me, Loki. I, my, my friends, they were feeling a bit unwell. I thought it best that I take them to the medical bay before we proceed with any further tests, sir. We don't want any more accidents. I'm very confident to 99.99% that no more accidents will be accomplished today. Don't like the way you call it accomplished, Loki. Every accident is a chance for learning. <laughs> yes, Loki. <laughs> I'm very sure. Well. Uh, so, for those of you who are new to Loki, so what you see before you is a a giant forged, a, a war forged made of clockwork and brass, standing uh, slightly shorter than a stone giant. Um, very beautiful armor, embossed with these electrum panels. You can see that he is 
like in perfect condition. Um, a series of gears always moving around inside his uh, inside his head, inside his chest, and the armor itself occasionally hovers a little bit off the body and moves and clicks into place. As you can see, the armor is much more modular than what you've seen with Loki. Um, this much more modular, much more um, adaptable armor set. Over time, it rusted and fused together. Um, but yeah, as, as Loki sort of tilts his head and looks towards the others, he goes, I could run a diagnostics on them if you like. Uh, uh, no, Loki, I understand machinery requires a diagnostic, but the, my friends here will need the, the work of someone uh, versed in biological systems, no? True. I will learn this. And then Loki stands incredibly still. Right, right now? Oh, not right now. Didn't you say we were running a little late for the for the, the demonstration of the portals? Yes, yes, you should come now. Bring these people with you. They shall see it too. He sort of turns back towards you. How are you feeling? Maybe some fresh air would do you good. Uh, what's yeah. my name? What's the what, sorry? <laughs> what, 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 what do you think my name is? Your what, name? What's my name? As he opens his mouth to say something, it doesn't sound like any word you've ever heard. There's this moment where it kind of echoes over the top of itself and fragments in your mind. And as you try to remember what you heard, it just slips away into nothingness. And you realize that you've felt this sensation before. King Mjorn has said each of your names a couple of times, but every time he says it, there's this moment and you forget. Does that happen to everyone else? Like if, everyone. If if, if, if Kim Yon is saying it to someone else, that isn't me. Is everyone. it happening when I'm overhearing the name? Okay. Exactly right. Wow. You, All right. You, for some reason, you can't hear the names of these people that you are seeing through the eyes of. Portal that we're firing up. Um, it was unsuccessful last time, right? Uh the last. Um, how many times, Loki? How many times has it been unsuccessful? 1,673. No successes yet, yeah? We are very close. <laughs> and I think she probably is like, if she's like, gets an opportunity for like where, like sort of Lockie maybe has her back to her or no one's really looking, she's going to try and sort of like reach out and just sort of like, she's like, this isn't the lucky I know. Just touch mm. Lockie. Yeah, just... As you place your hands upon his metal, uh, Loki doesn't have nerves, so he can't feel that you've like pressed your hand on his plate, so he doesn't react. But yeah, as you, as you touch him, the metal feels warm to the touch. You were probably expecting a chill, but Loki has always been quite warm to the touch. Something about the friction produced by the gears within him, the magic that sustains him in the core. Unlike other Warforged, he's always been sort of around about like 30 degrees to, to touch. And so as you, as you touch the outside of him, he, he feels warm. And that probably is a moment when Lyra realizes, yeah, this is Loki. Hmm. As as we're sort of walking, um, Niles is just going to casually sort of try and string, 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 string up a bit of a conversation. Speaking isn't his like strong suit, but he'll kind of just be like, uh, "So, uh, King Bjorn, um, say, say, say hypothetically, um, <laughs> if 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 you, if if you were in a body like." <laughs> this body and then you switched bodies do, do you have anything like that that you're testing at the moment that's something that i don't know about that you haven't told us about that gives you a bit of a look and goes now what a novel idea to be able to to move one's consciousness from one place to another i i, 
I know of no such magic, and uh, it is not something our researchers have been uh, looking into, as far as I am aware. That would be that would be very interesting magic indeed. Perhaps we should ask Sinmare. She she might have some ideas on how such a feat might be accomplished. My daughter, she's, as you know, quite brilliant. As oh, we yes. know. Yes. Theoretically speaking. <laughs> Paradox tally <Time> one. <laughs> yeah. <Uh-oh. laughs> we haven't figured out how to move through time at all yet, have we? <laughs> move through time. My friends, uh, this is something that uh, I, the wisest of us know not to muck around with. Time is not something that you simply shift or change or mess around with. It is very important to respect the flow of time. We are leaves in a river that travels throughout. Where the river goes, we do not know. We only can see where we have come from. The path ahead is unclear. Maybe the river doubles back. Maybe it carries on to the ocean. Maybe it dries up in the desert, leaving nothing behind. Best just to follow the river. What if they were blown back up upstream, unwillingly? Uh, that would... It sounds like it could be rather dangerous to, to have knowledge of things to come ahead. Would change what comes ahead, no? As Lyra says blown, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be like, as the, as, the, as the air giant. Okay, as you do, a small storm cloud forms in your hands and disappears up into the air. King Mion sort of watches and goes, Well, uh, I'm sure Sinmare won't mind a little bit of rain, maybe later. Hopefully it will not interfere with the test, no? Oh, it's, I'm sure it's nothing. I can, I'm sure it will go away on its own. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Butterfly effect. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, I should probably say for Crassus, because he's a time, you know, time wizard. wizard. Oh, yeah. The way I've been thinking is because I haven't really been like, um, what I was thinking was I, I feel like this is his like field he studies. So yeah. to really be quiet? going from something he studies to being in this sort of like situation, I think. The reason I've kept Crass a bit quiet is, is because I think he's just absolutely like he's he's just I think it's just like he's like caught in his own head, and he's just going through all these different scenarios and and situation like you know equations, and he's just frazzled. If anyone looked at him, yeah. he's I he, he would look like yeah he, he'd be like yeah very um very frazzled. I think is the best way to put it. I think um, now would also be in the similar situation. It's just kind of hanging back with Crassus, mm-hmm. like for different reasons, but like just staying close and just being like. And as as they wander, could Tetra like just sort of let the uh, the flow of the people like drift, and then she'll end up near Crassus, yeah. and just sort of lower lower her voice and just be like, Crassus, uh, um. It's starting to feel like we're in a bit of a different time. But if we if we're there, over there, but this this is but whoa oh yeah, um, Tetra um, hi um hello there um, <clears throat> I keep 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 it low because I don't want to hit the king here yes um, yes um, um yes king? so the thing is is if we're in a different time which is what people have been saying um if we do something here that could affect 
things that happen, are we better off just doing what we feel is right, or are we better off trying to uh, reenact what probably happened? Oh, I'll be honest. I, I've done so many equations and math on that. Hypothetically, well, I I wouldn't touch anything personally. But, but now we that we're up? here, there's a little part of me that's curious. If I touch this thing right here, would that then affect scenarios down the line? I don't know. This is just, this is a big day. As he puts his hand to his hand. Okay, but should do you have what should we do? You're 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 the you're the time wizard. What should we do? Um, so Crassus was sort of he's just sort of walking and he's thinking and he's like trying to come up with like a response. Okay, it looks um, like no, it sounds no, like uh, Crassus's brain is a little bit broken right now. Okay, yeah, now, now just kind of reach down and like pats him on the shoulder. Now, now, um, every every now and again, as we're walking, you'll just hear me muttering, like, "Yeah." I think he is going through what is called a breakdown. I'm familiar with breakdowns, and this is clearly a breakdown. And then you gasp like violently for air. <laughs> <laughs> now it's been like hiccuping constantly, just like constant hiccups. <laughs> So uh, there is a point, like, as as Now's distracted, the autonomic nervous system takes over and Now no longer has to focus on breathing. But whenever Now becomes aware of it and doesn't breathe properly, the body's then going to wait until it's too, like, too... And then the autonomic nervous system will kick in and Now be like... (gasps) (laughs) Every time. I'm forced to be reminded of Manuel Samuel. What was that? I mean, forced to be reminded of Manuel Samuel if anyone's played that game. No, but I'm guessing it's where you have to control every single thing about a person. Uh, yes, you do. Actually, yeah, you have to press buttons and have them walk and breathe and blink. And if anyone has read The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat, this is actually a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, I'm distracted. Yeah. Now it's distracted. Crassus is um, distracted. Everyone's distracted. As we're, wa- as we're walking, uh, I, Niles is just not really realizing probably the severity of the situation he's just talking and trying to like figure out like i I think niles is still probably thinking in the present and trying to figure out like that situation so he's just taking this as an opportunity to just ask questions and he's just like so uh this this ship that we're in it's it's rather marvelous Uh, say how would you even go about uh, getting the resources to build something Ah, yes, that has been a, a wonderful invention that we have had for some years. My my great-grandmother, you know, she was also quite gifted. She uh, was the inspiration for Sinmare's works. Uh, she devised the spheres to harvest the natural world, to process items and create things that we need. We simply need to upload schematics and it will create whatever we need from the surrounding materials. The drones will head out and harvest the the nearby areas. And then once we have harvested enough goods and it has been turned into energy, we convert it back into living matter, into into, uh, inorganic matter, I should say, not living. Back into inorganic matter, whatever we need, create it. Um, good question, Matt. Very good fucking question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. N- Niles just nice like 
tries his best poker Ooh. face, but real. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big, big hoot. It's a big hoot. I know. It's a big hoot. Uh, yeah, he does his best to, to, to sort of hide that fact. Is uh, it a double octave he... hoot? Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, the beacons yeah. are lit. Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, Niles, this is like cool, 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 cool. Amazing. Yeah, and and let's just see if um one of these were like reactivated uh, after being sitting there for a while. What would it start building? Whatever it was last programmed with, I would imagine. Whatever it was last told to make, it would... Unless, of course, it was reactivated with new schematics. If someone was to upload something to to produce, it would, would then take on whatever new schematics it was programmed to build. And um, how would someone do that? Oh, you, they would simply use one of the communication pads. Rather simple. And he reaches down and pulls out of his pouch what looks to be this dark... Uh, almost like dark purple obsidian slate bordered by electrum all the way around forming what looks to be some kind of kind of tablet and as he wipes his hand over the surface runes swirl across shapes forming out of the text as it takes on this beautiful almost like geometric pattern of different uh, giant runes Chica slate yeah in a way yeah. I guess yeah kind of <laughs> as he as he holds it up and is there a manual off switch somewhere? Like, say you had one and it theoretically went rogue um, and, you know, you had to sort of try and shut it down uh, without a communication slate. Uh, any way that you would sort of think about maybe being able to do that? Like a failsafe. Mm. Oh, I'm afraid I, I do not know the answer. Lockie, you, you have you've done some work with them before. Do you know how to turn them off? To <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love playing as uh, player characters when the uh, players are now playing new characters. It's great. Yeah. Um, Lockie goes, oh, yes, uh, it would be rather difficult for yourselves to do such a thing. You would need to be uh, a little bit smaller, like me. And Lockie then shrinks down to the size of a, of a human um, and then <laughs> back up into full size again. If you can get inside and get to the center, you can shut down the power manually. Just disconnect the energy node and the crystals will power down. How's my Loki impression, by the way? I've been practicing yeah, in, um, my preparation for this. It's pretty great. Thank Not you. Going to <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. And um, like if there was um some sort of like scorpion looking defense mechanism, is there is there an easy way around that? Or do they have some sort oh, of like... defense drones will never target a giant. No, no. Uh, <laughs> you have nothing to worry about there, my friends. The defense drones are merely to, to protect from the, the, the local wildlife that could get too, too close and too, too clean and to break apart things. No, you would not be such a target for uh, for these devices. You would be very safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were theoretically shrunk down to the size of a much smaller um, local creature. How would we then... Is there a like a, a badge or a flag we can sort of wave, and they'll know not to? Lockie, I mean, Lockie goes. Speaking, Lockie goes. Ha, ha, ha. As his like, this is the very early iteration of his humor software. Um, <laughs> the, the the drones don't look at what you look like. They they read your soul signature, your energy signature. They can see your 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 identity based on how you appear on the uh, astral plane. They see your astral self. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
Whoa, what? There aren't any of those around here now, are they? Drones? Hundreds. Harry, Harry, um, Harry instinctively stumps his foot. Just, just, just one foot down. All oh, right, because you're a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try to jump. The ground shakes oh. <laughs> and frost like- curls up around your feet. <laughs> I look at Harry and I'm like, are you right there, my friend? Like, my eyes just, like, widen. And I'm like, oh. Um, clouds begin to gather around uh, Niles. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this, like, this very, like, dark storm cloud forming around him. Yep, the, the read soul signatures, guys. Um, you, you know what that means, right? Oh, yeah. That collective bad dream that we had, um, where we all had that nightmare about the drones. Yep. So we, we're probably going to be acting a little bit strange around these drones. I mean, um, as you say, yeah. dreams. King Muon pauses. Ah, dreams. Very interesting things. Dreams. Could see the future. Some say. Dreams looking far into the future. But obviously, my two stone giant friends here, you would know all about the dreaming. Oh yes, we've heard many things about dreams, including. Dreams that could take you to the past? We don't dream. Uh, it, King Mion sort of like cocks his head and goes, I thought all stone giants believed that this was the dream. This world was the dream and there is a, a higher consciousness that one awakens to. I, oh, I, yes, I apologize. I was... I was well, I, yeah, no, you're, 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 you're that right. That makes sense. Harry pinches himself. <laughs> um, you pinch yourself. A little bit of frost curls up where you pinch yourself, but nothing else happens. Ew! It hurts. <laughs> it, no, it does. It, that's actually that's actually a really important point, Harry. You feel this as if you had pinched yourself. So the world is a a simulation. Is that what? Ah, this word sim simulation. I have heard Loki say such things before. Yes, I simulate all types of emotions all the time. Uh, and what does that mean again, Loki? I feel them in a way that is abstract and not uh, designed. Well, really designed, I guess, in a way. I I, I don't think that cleared anything up. Sorry, Loki. Kim Bjorn. Yes, my friend. Have you had any other dealings with any other beings other than us giant folk here in Ostea recently? Oh, well, uh, the priests uh, communicate with Anam, the Allfather, all the time to, to seek his guidance and counsel and his wisdom. It, it was he who uh, gave the blessing for us to experiment with such planar technology, this exploration of the outer planes and to find the worlds beyond our own. Uh, you will see him in attendance today. Worry not, my friends, if you... If you... Oh, what a, what a privilege. Yes, I'm sure he will be there to grace us with his presence for this momentous day when finally it works, no? And he looks at Loki very oh. pointedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's no more questions, we are almost here. S- say, sorry, King. Um, no, no, not at all, say, my friend. Say hypothetically, have we, have you, perhaps Loki here can help with this, but... <sighs> If these portals are successful and other beings from other worlds come, 
how, how will that work? Oh, I, I think our plan at the moment is to make contact, to share resources, technology, to to find other places and explore. <laughs> Anam says that there is likely other intelligent life out there, but I have to say it is hard to believe. Oh. I, Every I, time I, we have stared up at the stars, we see only empty worlds. No, I know Simari is hopeful, but I think our searchers will find places with life, maybe, but probably not life like us. No? I, I, are you not afraid of, of uh, finding something that is hostile to you? Well, if such a thing were to happen, we will simply close the portals. I, you, you assured me that, that such a thing was possible, Lucky, when we had our security briefing on this several months ago. Uh, Lucky just like they, nods emphatically. <laughs> if they you know, pretend to be friendly at first and then they then turn hostile after, you know, you've shared the resources and knowledge and whatnot, do you have a plan then? I do not think we will be just opening up our world for people to come and settle. No, it's more to, to find uh, other places and talk to people, diplomatic missions. Maybe if there are people who need our help, I'm sure we could offer it, but uh, I, I think we are getting a bit ahead of ourselves. <laughs> it is unlikely we will find anything. Oh, oh yes. Very unlikely. It's good to see you are so uh, supportive of the project. And he says a name, and again, it just slips away. Well, we are almost here. Uh, please, excuse me, my friends. I must go stand with my daughter. And uh, Lucky, I imagine you will be needed at the uh, portal base as well, no? Yes, I will be needed to run some of the calculations required. <laughs> what was that noise, Lucky? Oh, sorry. It's a new system I'm trying out. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Is it a notification system of some sort? Yes, it's to notify me when I have a message. I have a message. <laughs> yes, 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 Lucky. Oh, no, it's not for you. Oh, oh okay, well. Well, Lucky, please, you, you, you carry on with your good work. And, uh, my friends, I will catch up with you later. The fresh air seems to have done you good. I can see you uh, enjoying the sunshine and the fresh air. And as you look up and around you, King Yon has indeed led you out through the front of the large palace where you were before the large uh, open vaulted ceiling through a series of gardens. Beautiful stonework rising almost impossibly, forming these spires made of stone with trees growing off them. To your eyes like bonsai, but to humans these would be quite large trees forming this beautiful mix of stone and nature growing together large beds of moss that would be uh, i mean so deep and so tall that for a human it would look like a forest of moss the trees themselves have this very beautiful silvery blue foliage a number of them are the normal green leafy trees that you're familiar with on nostea but other ones of these look quite different almost silver white wood and these blue metallic leaves growing from them that as you notice seem to shimmer <laughs> in a wind that is not there. Niles is suddenly aware he has teeth. Yeah, Niles, you're like, as your tongue moves over your teeth, you're like... <laughs> as, you, as you, like, run your, your, your tongue over your teeth, you're like, what are these? What? It's like a, it's like a beak inside my mouth. Oh, I have lips. La, 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 la. <laughs> as Niles just realizes he has uh, yeah, lips and teeth. Yeah, yeah. Everything is a mimic, so be careful out there. <laughs> a firm kick to every single piece of furniture will ensure your character safely. 
Good advice, Bosco. Good advice. Um, I haven't thrown a mimic at the group yet, have I? I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've thrown no, a mimic at you guys yet. Oh well. No. Oh, Never mind. He's thrown an acid slime with me on another campaign once. I threw what? Sorry. An acid slime. Ah, uh, black pudding. Ooh. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, there was one. It wasn't a fountain. Remember, I was playing a goblin, and someone threw a gold coin in there. Oh yeah. Oh, battery. <laughs> it was. A, oh, that's yeah. right. It was a gelatinous <laughs> cube. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Andrew, uh, uh, Andrew's the uh, guest yeah. character on Mondays, and he's the one that threw the gold coin in <laughs> because, like, um, obviously Barry diving after it. Yeah, gold, gold. <laughs> as you dived into a gelatinous cube, um, yeah. as King Mion bows deeply to you uh, and holds his hand up over his heart and bows. Uh, he then moves away and uh, you can see before you a crowd of giants, giants of all types, gathered before this enormous pedestal. The ground around it has been cleared away and beautiful marble tiles have been laid down, forming almost this white series of pathways leading to this central large portal. The portal looks exactly... Oh no, your characters haven't seen this. Never mind. The portal is a giant metal ring made of interlocking plates with runestones carved in each of the 14 quadrants around it. Because um, your characters haven't seen the gate underneath Palin, I just realised. Que- question. Hello. So, in Tyranny of Dragons, yeah. Waki had a flashback moment. Yeah. Went to, an op- to, a- to this moment. Is yes. This- yes, he did. Yep. What? Yep. Okay, cool. That's that's all. I, I, I have I just I find it really funny that like I said after the Avatar Legends debacle with time travel, I said I would never again muck around with time travel in a game. And then I not only proceeded to do it with Tyranny of Dragons, I'm still doing it now. Like what is wrong yeah. with me? Why it's am so I so obsessed stuff. with time travel? It's because it's so good. It's, it's so good. Because so, like it really adds this air of like, oh shit. And also like in terms of storytelling. Isn't this so much more engaging than some NPC being like, yes, I was there and I saw all the giants standing there yeah, and they were all very so concerned about the portal. Isn't it so much better to live it? Yeah, it's so much better. Well, like, I wasn't sure if this was actual time travel or just, like, uh, a dream in the box. You, so you still don't know. No, no, I haven't I haven't confirmed anything. You still don't know. That's right. You're an addict. Yeah, I know, chat. I know. I think Crassus would look at what he has on currently. Does he have like any um, bags of like any scrolls or anything? Because he he's probably dying to like jotting <laughs> yeah. down notes. Crassus, as you as you look down, you can see at your waist a massive um, sword handle strapped to a buckler, but there's no um, long sheath holding the sword. It's actually tiny, almost like a dagger sheath. And as you click the blade out, it bursts into flame. And as you slowly draw it, the blade forms a fire into a full longsword. Before you sheath back away again. Okay, yes, I I seem to have that. Um, Okay. That's funny. Your sheath looks like it was bigger on the inside. It did. The, the humor just goes over like crashes his head. Um, he, he he starts. Uh, he puts it away. Um, <clears throat> okay, so team, what is our next moves here? Because I am flabbergasted. Well, uh, I was just gonna watch. This is this is totally out of my bounds. I I've always wanted to get into the field, but to be thrown into like this, this is. Uh, I am in the deep end. As well, he's like uh, fidgeting nervously. Well, the, the, I think the, I think the thing is, is 
are we afraid that we're actually here or are we just seeing this? Because if we're actually here and something goes wrong, which we know that there's, well, we don't know what's going to go wrong, but if something goes wrong and we like, you know, die or something, what happens then? Do we? Okay, so let's basically just stay in the background and watch it all unfold. Let's not get involved if we do. I think we'll <clears throat> be a bit, yeah, I think it could be dire ramifications. That's me personally. I'm. Well, I mean, you are the expert on this, so I will take your words yes. quite. Quite, yes, yeah. I'm expert when it comes to reading it in a book, living it, I would not heed my advice so so optimistically. I mean, like. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, um, have, what if we, our inaction causes issues? I mean, have you, do you know if, like, you know, what if our, these people were supposed to be doing something important and from us, we don't do that, uh, it causes more issues? <laughs> that is a good question. But then on the other hand, what if we do do something and that also, and that causes problems? Well, like, it's a paradox. <laughs> I've read a lot of uh, fiction in, um, like, uh, what if what we're doing here already happened in our present timeline? Um, on top of that, like, no one ever travels back in time to a, a miscellaneous point in time. Something is definitely going to happen. Yeah, it's not a coincidence we came back to this moment. Well, yeah, yeah Harry, I did not know that you were so well-skilled in the art of time magic and other such things. When, when you travel from town to town, you get a lot of downtime. <laughs> and, and yeah, my accent, town travel kind of sounds like time travel, so I guess it's kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what, well, what happens if just just being here and, and looking at things is enough to change them? I think maybe. And I guess we change done. them. If it was a cartoon, Steam would be coming out of crests. I. I <laughs> <laughs> the the urge to call out like ah you're speaking of Shro Dragon as a uh, paradox yeah. where the act of observing yeah. something excuse me yeah. Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um I myself don't know too much about it I think Crassus though would have a do you want to make an Arcana and... check Crassus it sounds like you've been Great. you've been sort of like moving around it for a while do you want to do you want to make an Arcana check and we'll we'll quantify nineteen Crassus nice. Crassus you know that travel through time has not yet been cracked as far as the wizards of present-day Nostea are aware. The theoretical consequences of such magic has been very heavily um, explored, though. A number of great wizard thinkers have worked on various hypotheses as to what would happen if one were to travel back in time, but the actual, the actual spell or magic required to do it, as far as the learned men and women and um, indeterminate of Nostea are aware not possible can't be done that's why I think my um, comment to Harry before was a bit more of a smart ass comment than anything yeah but you would you would know Crassus like a number of the hypotheses like it really ranges from the concept that time is immutable the sequence of events that led you up to time travel actually cannot be changed and you can try as hard as you want back in the past to change them but those sequence of events will always still play out because they had to play out to bring you back okay. in time there's another so theory oh no there's there's oh. i've got more mate 
<laughs> you rolled a 19. That's the right one. No, we yep. don't know, but yeah, we, we like the it first one. I know you like the first one. The first one's the best case scenario. Are you ready for the less great scenarios? There's, yeah, there's another... Because you rolled a 19, you get all theories. The next one is that when you travel back in time, you are now locked into a parallel universe. You can never return to your original time. You have gone back and it is now a branched timeline. You now exist in this branch timeline. There is no other way out. Worm theory. Yeah. Yep. Is the only There's a third option. <laughs> and this is the predeterminate theory or the bootstrap theory. You had to have come back in time for the sequence of events to have occurred yeah. for you to have been able to go back in time. Therefore, yeah. it's an infinite paradox. The bootstrap paradox yeah. is infinite. You always yeah. will move back in time and you will create the events that lead you to go back in time. Which means that if we were to pursue this line, mm. this line would then eventually end with us going back in time in again. Time. Yeah, Hence, absolutely. we are actually trapped in a loop. Yes, forever. You are, yeah. and, and so that there is there is always a version of you. So even if you even if you now go back to the future, and continue on as your lives were by going back to the past, you've already created an infinite loop. So there is now a version of you that lives immortally in this time loop forever until there is no more time until time itself ceases to exist. Mm. So I think the thing that I gathered <laughs> from that was, is that out of the two options, they had a similar sort of method where they just followed the events. So there's sort of so one of, the, one of them is, is you can't change the events. One of them is you can't change it. One of them is by going back, you've already changed it and you can never return to your original time. You're locked into the timeline forever and that's yep. now a branched timeline. The third option or the third theory that is floating around Nostea is that you can change whatever you want um, and it's going to change the future. That's that's it. Like you will change the future by doing that, but you were always going to do that, and those sequence of events will still always lead to you traveling back into the past. So it's it's okay, so, paradox, bootstrap paradox. So, okay, so what I think I would, I think what I come to <laughs> overall is, Jared feels like just, I guess we just roll with the we're, we're here, the events are happening. <laughs> Let's sort of flow with them. And then whatever that comes of. Yeah. Yeah, we've really screwed the pooch anyway. So uh, why not? Um, question, Owen. Hello. How many hill giants are there? How many hill giants? Around. Yeah. Numerous hill giants. Um, oh. Quite a large number. Mostly, and you will notice this, relegated towards the back of the other groups. It seems that there is a bit of a hierarchy in place towards mm. the front of the assembly are the storm giants followed by the cloud giants then the fire frost stone and then finally the hill giants relegated to the back that's interesting niles makes a note of that that's a good uh, point because none of us oh sorry i was just gonna say that it's a good point because no one really um knows about the ordning for it's it's, it's also a little bit different in nostea um i I changed uh, a little bit of the way the ordning works. So rather than being like this strict hierarchy that all giants abide by and it determines their place, the giants instead have a council of six known as the Othic, which is where a representative of each of the giant races has a vote, but it is presided over by the king, who for the last X amount of time has been the storm giants. And the weight of the decision-making uh, decreases very slightly with each tier down so it's not as structured as the ordning and you're not locked into a role based on the ordning but there is still this very hierarchical society based on your um elemental attunement shall we say as a giant 
or based mm. on your your sub race. Did um, you guys hear what the uh, the king was saying about the uh, sphere before that Niles was asking about? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they'll be useful if we can get big. Which there's an off switch. I thought it wouldn't hurt to try and find out a little bit more about it while we're here. I mean, you know it's giant tech, and the best person to ask would be the king of the giants. That's a so we need to find one of those pids. Maybe it's worth trying to see if we can hide one and find it in our timeline. Well, that's a great idea. Also, maybe like we should see if we can find some schematics as well for something, just in case we wanted to like redirect it instead of just shut it down. Yeah, I mean, we could use it to rebuild the parts of the city or the parts of Nostea that's been destroyed. Exactly, yeah. Depends on how long we're here for. Well, eventually we will get back. We just have to wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very good at waiting. I've already done it for hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. What was that? Oh, no, I was just saying these bodies don't necessarily work that way. No? Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. After a very long time, I think. I mean, they're big, right? And well, like, are you hoping for deep sea right? gigantism immortality to apply to giants? Is that what I'm hearing, Lyra? <laughs> I <laughs> think her theory is is that mm. Loki lasted that long, and so the people that made him would also last that long, Loki right? Is a construct. And Samare is probably too in the astral space. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, technically, we found out in Tyranny of Dragons that the giants were only away for like a fraction of time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Time they was compressed in the astral space, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for them, it was so. a couple of years. For the rest yeah. of Nostea, it was centuries. Yeah. Alrighty. As you guys are talking, looking around, trying to figure out what you're doing, you see lights doing? begin to shine and a collective. <gasps> gasp comes up from the crowd assembled and as you turn back and look over behind you towards the assembled masses of the giants you see a familiar figure Sinmare the daughter of King Mion looking again a bit younger than how you saw her maybe two or three years maybe four years younger than when you last saw her actually I realise none of you have seen Sinmare, except no, for Naldis. Naldis is the only one who's seen Sinmare. So, Naldis, this is just for you. It's clearly Sinmare. Her hair is much shorter. Um, the braids actually are into two different buns that tie up around the back of her head. And you can see that she has a almost what looks to be some sort of like um, goggle contraption uh, on a headband around her head that she has like pulled down over her eyes to create these protective shields. And you can see that she is standing at a series of controls next to Loki, working away, plugging in these numbers. And as she does so, this low rumble goes out, the ground itself vibrating. And you hear this very slow, but rising slowly in pitch and volume, this tone. And as it increases, the disc begins to light up and spin. You watch as crackles of energy dance across its surface, lightning, but dark, deep black purple, almost like this negative color that you're looking at. No glow, but almost an absence of light pulling in begins to flicker across the surface. You hear a bit of a gasp of fear 
from the crowd as one particularly large bolt strikes forwards and smashes into the ground, sending up a spray of dirt and dust around you. But the sequence continues, the lights growing brighter and flashing. And then with this sudden blinding flash of light, you watch almost as like a pond ripple, this silver sheen of energy coalesces in the center, almost like liquid glass or liquid mercury. And this ripple, moving across the surface. But the light for you grows brighter and brighter. And as you try to shield your eyes from it, you feel this familiar sensation, that high-pitched ringing in your ears and the tunnel vision closing across as you reawaken. Lying on the floor of a dirty, dank cellar, the dismembered body of two mephits slowly decomposing back into magma and ice around you. The device that nowadays had been holding now gone as you sort of blink your eyes awake. Standing um, above you is a very concerned, older-looking man. Uh, Oh my goodness, are you you okay? I think what Crassus would do before everyone starts talking is he would sort of look up at the ceiling, look at his hand, realize that he sees his own hand. He would shoot up, immediately grab pen like you know parchment quill and immediately vigorously just start like writing down notes huh. a lot of like just like it looks like a madman scribbling almost as okay oh, just, as you guys i've just looked at chat and there's like a very deep discussion about the physics of time travel currently going down um <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna pull the logs and read this later because i i want to read through this i just don't have time now while i'm running the D session but this looks awesome and i i i'm so stoked that you guys are having a really good that we've prompted a discussion on the, <laughs> the physics of time travel amazing i love you guys i'm gonna have to read this in a second once we're all done um yeah crassus you pull out your notepad and begin like frantically um scribbling down crassus as you get to the second line of text on the back of your hand is a metal triangle made of electrum and obsidian almost fused into the skin of your hand and in the very center is a gemstone dark gray not glowing not colored just inert whoa i think my eyes will go wide at that and then i'll just start even more furiously scribbling notes uh all of you immediately uh, or not immediately, but whenever you look at your hands, uh, whichever is your non-dominant hand has this in it. So whatever hand you use primarily as your dominant hand, the other hand has this embedded in oh. it. If you're ambidextrous, we'll flip a coin. <laughs> so look, looking at it, is it like any gem that Tetra would have seen? It's on the back of your hand, Tetra. Yeah, it's it's a, it's not a gemstone you recognize. There's no color to it, no sheen, no shine. It's just almost like glass in a way, but this clouded, frosted glass. But as you look at it and tap it, it is clearly a gemstone. Would you like to make me a arcana or history check, please? I will. Actually, would it be history? I guess maybe arcana or nature check, I guess, would work as well. While this is happening, Nars is just going to observe. Are, Are these the same markings and gemstones in everyone's hands? Like, same symbol? Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. 13 Tetra. As you look at it, this is like no gemstone you've ever seen before. Imagine like a smoky quartz, but almost like someone has turned the contrast up to 100 and the saturation down to zero. 
So it's purely in black and white as you stare into it, and the, and the smoky nature of it obscures anything underneath or, or inside. Hopefully oh. that was a good analogy for people. I don't well, know. Yeah, no, 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 that was good. So it's, it's like those ones where they get the um, the the smoke trapped inside the glass crystal. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's cool. Very cool. Um, you see Lenny okay. of you worried about she was uh, no moo. Unfortunately, I have to call him Mr. Library because that's how he was summoned by chat. Uh, Mr. Library, <laughs> are you are you okay? I I got worried you were down here for so long. I I, I was concerned that you it suddenly went quiet and and I, I left you for five minutes and then I thought I I better check on you and you were just lying there. There were no sign of those creatures and I I watched for a bit and then you were sort of moving and talking and mumbling in your sleep and I, and I thought you must be alive. But but you're okay. Those creatures they they're, they're dead. Oh yeah, I I think they're dead. Um, how long were we down here again? Five minutes, was it? Maybe ten. Uh, maybe five or ten minutes tops. The um, we um, the 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 ants are still avoiding the tavern, are they? Or the did, did you check? I have no idea. Mr. Library, uh, <laughs> can Harry run upstairs and check that help window to check if the ants are or the scorpions are coming in? Harry, as you run upstairs and look, you can see that there are a number of ants moving around the inside courtyard. No scorpions, no spiders yet, but ants appear to be moving around the inside courtyard, slowly pulling apart the lanterns that are made of metal oh. at the front and heading for the stagecoaches as well. So they've, they've, they've encroached in on the perimeter. Yeah, the, the, the safe zone that previously seemed to be uh -oh. there. We need to get Mr. Library out of here. Yes. Uh, yeah. Harry, what's what's the situation out there? Yeah, um, it's not good, guys. Um, we might be a bit munted here. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a word I haven't in. heard since the early two thousands. <laughs> How? Where did that come from? Yeah, I was looking up Great New six. Zealand colloquialisms. <laughs> they still see it in New Zealand, so. Uh... I don't believe yeah. that for a second. New Zealanders, tell me right now, do you still use the word munted? What's that actually from? Is it, is it from mental, from demented? Uh, it just means no longer working. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Love you, Kiwis. <laughs> Never change. Um, Niles is going to have a quick look at Crassus at and, and just say, uh, Crassus, uh, whatever you're doing there, we need, might have to wait. Looks like we need to get out of here. Mr. Library. I don't actually really acknowledge that though, really. I just keep scribbling yeah. furiously. That's fine. Mr. Library, I would be getting your things ready, and I'd be getting ready to leave. Oh, yes, I, I don't have very much. I could, put, I, I, I could put together some satchels of food. I'll be right back. And you see, quite clearly distressed, this older gentleman quickly runs back upstairs again, climbing up the uh, the stairs quite rapidly uh, and disappearing from your sight above. Uh, Harry follows him. Yeah, I was going to yeah. do that too. Yeah, I'm not leaving yes. him alone. Yeah, you guys head I upstairs. I'll probably just stay with Crassus and try and get him. To That's good because 100% I was going to play this and if you all went upstairs, I was not coming. Yeah, yeah no, no. I <laughs> I'm just, like, you probably have to, like, drag me away. Um, I yeah, I'm, like, there. sitting there, like, clicking, like, Crassus! Earth the Crassus! As you look down, Niles, you yeah, see that your... your mind and be like, ah, and stay downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> well, in that case, then, the, the three of you who are staying downstairs, um, Crassus, it probably only takes you, because you, you'd be quite a quick writer, given that you've spent your life pursuing 
scholarly uh, investiga- investigations and, and um, a scholarly, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, I'm just blanking. Scholarly, scholarly existence. Um, you nerd. would be quite a fast, yeah, quite a fast writer, I'm I would say. Yeah, it would. Yeah, nerd. Yeah, thank you, Dave. <laughs> it would only. Yeah, you're a massive fucking nerd. Um, it would only really take you, um, probably about a minute to f- to document because I, I imagine like as a as a student, as a scholar, and as as now a fully graduated member of the the Wizards College, you probably would at least of the of the the junior level magic you would have like a shorthand that you would have been taught so i would say that if you wanted to use a shorthand for your notes um or if you were just writing very very quickly and quite messily you'd probably only take like yeah two minutes to get through it's very messy it's like you know every doctor you ever go to and you look at it and you're like what did they actually write um that's crassus pretty much like when anyone looks at his like writing 100 percent like no one understands what is actually on that piece of paper Yes, in that case, then, yeah, it only really takes you one to two minutes to jot down a brief overview of the sequence of events and what you learned from it. Um, while that's going on, and the uh, Tetra and Niles are down there keeping an eye on him, now it is Harry and Lyra. As you head upstairs with Nomu, Mr. Library, fuck you, chat, for doing this. Um, as you head upstairs <laughs> following Nomu, um, I love you. Um, you reach the top of the stairs. It's just the Avatar, Avatar fan base who are just toxically trying to introduce Mr. Library into every single night. <laughs> I think it's the Avatar players. It's the Avatar players. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> as, um, as, as you guys run up to the top of the stairs, you can see uh, Nomu has rushed into the kitchen and is gathering supplies into a Hessian sack, like just sweeping food in as quickly as he can and then tying it off and throwing it over his back. And as he turns around to look at you, he goes, I'm, uh, oh yeah, no moon, my hero academia. That's such a good point. I, do you know what? I hadn't made that yeah. connection. Yeah, that, that's what I hear. That's how I remember the name. <laughs> oh my I just God. imagine the big black hulking brain yeah. dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I had no, as soon as you put my hero academia, I'm like, of course that's where the name's from. That's so funny. I hadn't made that connection. That name was completely separate to, oh, that's hilarious. This whole time. I never, I never so knew. Sure I brought it up last session. Did you? I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> Did I say this last session? Am I in a time loop of my own? <laughs> it is last week right now. Um, it's last week. It's always last week. <laughs> You're in a loop. Uh, as as he's sort of turns towards you with the sack, he goes, uh, I, I, "I'm ready. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we running? What, what? What's the plan?" Yeah. Um. Just give it a second because we're not actually in danger until the new uh, until the um scorpions come this way. The ants don't really mind. Well, if if I'm if I'm not in any immediate danger, you said that the, 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 the others attacked. Maybe maybe I should make a run for the front gates and get out of town? We should make a plan first. Don't just run, please. Mm. I was actually thinking maybe if we could move the carriages slightly away from the city walls and then stash Mr. Library in them. I mean, it would, it would likely keep him safe and then... I mean, uh, no offence, but I'm not sure how well you'd go just sort of on your own running through the forest um oh, i wasn't going to be track, running through know? the forest i was going to stick to the road and hopefully come across a, a villager or someone who maybe a traveler some merchants something like that i, I think you got a good point there just leave him in the car uh here again sorry the car <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a solid little thing i mean it would probably keep him safe as long as we moved it away out of the answers range yeah, and the thing can move itself, so uh, 
can keep him out of harm's way. Might have its own defenses too. You're not going to take our um, raid and leave us, are you, uh, Mr. Mr. Library? Oh, I would never do such a thing. Um, can I do an insight check? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I miss doing insight checks. Yeah. Please be a natural one. There's a 12. Um, you get the sense he probably wouldn't do such a thing. Uh, now, you get the sense he probably wouldn't do such a thing. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay, so maybe we wait for the others and then um, make a ring for the the cut and then uh, go and take all this fear. And then, you know, if a certain amount of time passes and um, we don't come back, then um, this library can maybe try and take the carriage all the way back to Griswold so that he won't hold us accountable for losing one of his carriages on our decks. Oh, you shouldn't say such things. You'll be—I'm sure—we'll be—we'll all be fine, won't we? As he looks around, quite scared. We're gonna do yeah. our best. We haven't died Don't worry, matter is an illusion. He sort of like <laughs> pauses as his eyes go wide. We um, found that. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> Great. Oh, we're going to die, aren't we? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a yes. Someday. <laughs> yeah, close. He just, he just like slowly moves away from now. <laughs> like mm. checks in his sack, pulls out some bread and just like, like comfort eats. Mm. <laughs> that guy at carb addiction. Cool. Good luck. <laughs> I've, oh, I've come back with diabetes now. <laughs> bread induced diabetes. It's so much bread I had to have consumed. Uh, <laughs> Lara might take a moment <laughs> to try and calm him down just a little bit. Like, just sort of be like, hey, oh. I know you're scared right now. I've kind of died before and it kind of sucked, but I made it back and so... We can probably, you know, as long as we're nearby, we can probably get you back as well if you die. Um, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for you. You, you, you died. You, you died before. Sort of, yes. Did it? She's not dead now. Did it hurt? Better. And I yes, better. but also no. The Monty Python reference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, without a body I... to feel pain, you don't feel the pain. I had no idea your friends were such accomplished magic users to be able to bring people back from the dead. I never imagined such a... Oh, I feel so much better. I, I feel invincible, in fact. <laughs> if your friends could just bring us back. Yeah, plus, you've, you've seen the Revivify spell in action before, haven't you? No. Well, there's a I'm wonderful a, spell. I'm from a very small rural town. <laughs> I teach children. <laughs> I, I would be a terrible wild. teacher if I had to observe the casting of Revivify frequently. <laughs> Oh, there wow. would be a lot of. I probably wouldn't be allowed to teach children in that case. Wait, one of us knows Revivify. Yeah, I used to. I don't anymore, but I'm sure I will again one day. <laughs> wait, wait. So you can't, if, if we die, you can't bring us back. Not me personally, but I mean, when I died, my friends brought me back, and they weren't nearby either. I mean, it took them what several months. Oh! He's <laughs> rocking back and forward again. Oh no! He like 
he pulls oh out the uh, the bag that was holding some of the rice and begins like <gasps> hyperventilating into it. But it's a Hessian bag, so it doesn't work. It just goes through <laughs> the gaps. I breathed in some rice. <laughs> Please excuse me. <clears throat> As he uh, starts. <laughs> just drops to the ground. Take that, Avatar yeah. Legends fans. As he just drops to the ground. <laughs> And you watch as like a single rice grain sprouts out of his throat into this beautiful rice plant. Oh, it was blood rice. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> obviously, none of that happens. Obviously, none of that happens. Um, he just sort of like sits there going, oh, oh, God. By my Laura's grace, may I pass through this challenge and come to the, the wilderness sanctuary once again? As he starts praying to Melora. Everyone downstairs, are you guys almost ready? Uh, by this point, uh, Crassus, you finished your notes. Yeah, but just got up. Um, excuse me, Mr. Nomu. Uh, I would probably, I probably wouldn't be like really like socially like in it right now. So I'd probably rush past everyone and start like trying to get a bit of a look at the sphere, uh, uh, yeah. see the ants and how they're playing and what they're doing. Before we leave the basement, um, the the triangular shape that originally split out. Yeah. Are there any fragments or any elements of that left? Now, you were the one who was holding it. Now was, yeah. Now, yeah, now was the one who, who picked it up. Now, when you sort of awoken and, like, opened your hand to look, no pieces fell out of your hand, but, Niles, would you like to roll me a perception or investigation check? Ooh, it's got your to choice. be a perception check, I believe. Your choice. That's 16. Very nice. Niles, as you have a bit of a look around, there are indeed what look to be tiny fragments of the device. These little tiny slivers of metal that didn't recombine properly or or didn't form and didn't join together. And around them is this very fine silver sand. I will scoop that up and keep it brilliant you may add a bag of silver sand to your inventory put in brackets next to it please um i'm gonna spell it in chat for you oh yes please heart starve please and that will mean nothing to you um but it's important that we have that written for your inventory just for me as well later on go sniff and see what happens do you want to volunteer no (laughs) <laughs> <Not around it. laughs> cool. Mr. Library, um, um, oh, but just before we uh, sort of leave, um, you haven't sort of seen any like ancient slate tablet-like things, like, and she's sort of holding up about how big she thought it would have been from memory. Um, like re- really old, like you know, in the same sort of vein as the thing that was on the wall. Um, so this this one gets a little bit tricky. So Lyra. To your eyes, when you were in the vision, it looks like it is about handheld. Yeah. But as you sort of like immediately start like, yeah, like sort of like, let's say, let's say for for people who are sort of following along with the podcast, probably about 20 centimeters uh, uh, long and about 40 centimeters wide. But you know, Lyra, as you say that out loud and measure it in your hands, you then pause for a second and go like, Oh, that's probably about the size of a cart <laughs> as you finish that thought. It would be really big. It'd be meters, yeah. yeah. 
mm-hmm. and like cool, cool rooms, maybe like a, a very nice border. Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't say that I have noticed such a, such a device. It would look like a large section of grey stone, you say, or, or obsidian. Yeah, yeah, but ornate. Um, it looks like it not made by nature. Definitely. Uh, the um, the border was lined with electrillium. Electrillium. Uh, what is electrillium? I've never heard of that. Electrillium. Uh, is ele- it like electrum? Electrum. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. That was a dickhead thing to do. <laughs> I just couldn't resist. Um, I tried. <laughs> sorry, mate. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I feel really bad. <laughs> We invite him here as a guest just to poke fun at him. Um, Electro, oh, such a, I imagine such a thing would be quite, quite, quite obvious. Um, I'm sorry if, 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 if during the excavations, we, any of the townsfolk, or we came across a large obsidian border with Electrum. I, I can't imagine the Electrum wasn't stripped from it. It would have been, Electrum's quite expensive, as you know. It can be used for a number of, uh, of uh, artificing and, and conduction of magic. And I know a number of, number of wizards who would pay a hefty price per, per gram of Electrum if there was Mr. such a device would have been stripped. Mr. Library, sorry to interrupt. You, you mentioned, though, a couple of days ago there was a hill giant ship that flew across. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, about three, four days ago, yes. I, like, look at Lyra. Oh. Ah. Uh, I Do think I know what activated it then. Remote schematic downloads. <laughs> Possibly, they would have. They would certainly have a slate on that ship, though. I'm I willing mean, to bet it. On that. Would we have a better chance of getting into a hill giant flying castle, or yeah, making our way into the sphere and trying to disconnect the doodark from the Watson? Well, the good news is the sphere is right here. The hill giant ship, on the other hand, is well nowhere to be found at the moment. Um, I, I say we deal with the clear and present danger, which is the sphere. We know how to turn it off. Hopefully the ants aren't too much of a problem. And well, we still don't know what this does yet. So maybe yeah. what we're looking for lies in the sphere. At least we know what to do with it now. Would you think, I mean, this this would take a little bit of um, some wild testing, but I mean, if we ourselves managed to be in a, a giant bodies, do we have their astral selves in us, and therefore won't be recognized as enemies to the drones. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, when we Not find uh, when we when we send Mr. Library to the cart, we can test it on the way. Uh, you're coming with me to the town gates, though, right? I'm not. I'm not going to be going alone. Oh no, no, no. we'll escort you for sure. Oh, oh, thank goodness for a second there. I just oh, well, or or, or or we'll make a distraction in um in Vilchisus, and you you go. But what if I trip? Either one. And breathe in some okay, rice. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't breathe in any more rice. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's we've got you covered. We've, we've got you. I mean, we, we, we made it this far, didn't we? We'll escort you guess that's true. And we can test out the theory about this, uh, whatever this is. See if it has any effect on the ants. Mm. Alrighty. So with all of you now rejoined in the bar, uh, in the tap room once again, are you planning to make your way to the town gates as a unit? Again, you're not very far from the town gates. It's probably yeah. like a 15 minute walk tops. Maybe, maybe even less than that. Probably five minute walk tops. It's very, very How close. How far does Mr. Library look like he could dash? 
Dash. Uh, so for context again, Nomu is in his late 70s. Yeah, <laughs> his, exactly. like grey hair tied back that's balding that like from the front. So he's got 15 like, feet per round. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. You don't get the sense I he mean, can run very fast. Worst, guys, worst case scenario, we get attacked by stuff. Um, I can use one of my wild shapes like I'm turning into a horse or something and just carry him. I mean, the rest of you guys are probably fast enough to keep up anyway. Yeah, I don't worry about beauty, actually. We will distract the ants. Yes. A good opportunity to test might be on those ants that are outside currently. The the ants ignored us anyway. The real problem is the the big uh, scorpions that Oh, and Harry true. pointed his leg. <laughs> this was a broken one. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was. Um, it was a damaged. Can I peer out the window and see if those two that were chasing us are still around the area that we can see? So, oh, yeah. would you please make me a perception or investigation check, please, perception Harry Harrington? Cool. That's 18. an eighteen. Harry, you catch a glimpse of them. Well, I should say you catch a glimpse of one of them. The tail just moving out of view as they move towards a series excuse me series of buildings towards the um southeast of where you are you would have to run past this cluster of townhouses yeah, to get to the gates. town gates it looks like they are still in the area shit. uh these are a couple of the yeah there's at least one scorpion do we need a distraction i'm happy to fly out there and see if it reacts Niles. it's very strong what is, your, what is your carrying capacity? I mean, if you were to sort of to pick up a certain amount of weight and carry it, how much uh, would you be able to fly? Uh, well, uh, you see, this is all very... I'm not very strong. <laughs> I'm pretty weak. So not a Mr. Library-sized amount of weight. Definitely not well, another human being. Yeah. <laughs> 100% no. He, so, so just for context, if he wears medium armor, he can no longer fly. Yeah. <laughs> so, just so you know, like, mechanics-wise, heavy armor, yeah. absolutely not. Even medium armor, like if he wears a breastplate, that's it. Yeah, I got an eighth. I got an eighth of my strength, man. Like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not carrying people. Like even yeah. even a goblin, even Barry the goblin would be too much. I think, I think we even we even mentioned this a couple of rounds ago because I was I was thinking yeah. of, I could maybe carry like Harry over and like yeah into the, into the sphere, but. No, I'm I'm very sorry. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, that's that's totally fine. Lyra's with you there in the eight. <laughs> well, what yeah. about our large stunt friend here? I can carry, but not move very fast. If I do. Mm. Um, I am more in favor of blocking attacks. That is better for me. Hmm. I'm happy to go out there and see if the scorpion reacts. I can cover the distance quite quickly. Mm, that's a good to go out there. Run in, run out. Mm. I'll provide ground support as well. I can move pretty fast if need be. Uh, be, 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 be f- but keep in mind, if it starts chasing us, it's uh, not going to stop this time. Oh, that's fine. That's well, why you're all here. <laughs> If, if you're going to go up there, then um, she'll touch the crystal that she gave you before, and I'll oh, start yeah. the Awesome. Well, uh, then, I'll, uh, 
I'll see what happens. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I guess we all go, like, just to the doorway, at least. Is that what we're feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. Um, whereabouts was that scorpion, uh, Harry? How, just how far was it? It was about this way. He points southeast, and it was about what did you say? Just the the, the side of the houses. Just yeah. There. So probably so about uh, sixty meters away from where you guys are, in amongst some townhouses. Sixty feet or sixty meters? Sixty feet. What? Sorry, I said meters, sorry, but it means sixty feet. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um. Yes. Um. I can do it. If it's so, chasing um, Niles, should we make a break for it with Mister Nobu? As Using us as a distraction? Like, should we be ready to um, go? Yes, I, I think so. That's probably a good idea. I'll leave the scorpion away from you. Okay. Don't worry. You just get Mr. Uh, Library here to the gates. Yep. I'll meet up with you as soon as I can. Alright. How far apart are the townhouses, do you? So there's three main clusters. I tell you what, why don't I bring you? Would I be able to, to jump from roof to roof as a rabbit? Oh, so, so the clusters of townhouses, absolutely, but not in between the clusters themselves. So you'd be able to jump. Yep, yep, so, yep. so each each of the clusters of townhouses, there's about three to four townhouses in each one. You'd be able to jump between the roofs of the clusters, but not between the clusters themselves. So let me bring you to a map really quickly, and I'll move and, this. And is the house about ten feet tall? You'd say. Maybe? Uh, the houses I, are probably hop ten feet high. Would they I are. Jump some of them are two stories. Some of them are one story. So the one story houses would be about ten feet. Then the two story houses would be about let's say eighteen, maybe, yeah, eighteen feet tall. Okay, be so you high. would make me use two hops to jump onto like uh, to get uh, to the top of the uh, second story ones. You probably would have to, or or you could try and climb up, I guess, as well, okay. or go inside and like go onto a balcony and then climb onto the roof from there. You've got options. You don't need to. You don't stay outside. In the house is not a bad idea as well. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't be. Why am I saying this? Why am I helping you? Because <laughs> no. you're, you're a friendly DM. DM. Or maybe I've set so, traps um... inside the house for a little cheeky rabbit. Go on, cheeky rabbit. Oh no! <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, bear trap! Why is there a bear trap here? <laughs> run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. <laughs> um. Oh, and can we see the spheres from this house? Uh, from the the brewery? Um, yes, I would say that probably you can from where you are. Um, no. um, so... Because obviously, like, I'll be, the crisis will be, like, getting heaps of, like, sketches of the sphere so he can yeah. present it later on. Like, So it's about 120-ish like, feet away from you guys inside yep. the tavern. So, yeah, I'll definitely be looking at that so I can give a report to Mira later with all our findings and evidence. Yep. Yep, that um, sounds good. And then also, as, as we're all, as everyone, like, as I'm writing those down furiously, I sort of look at Niles and go, um, <clears throat> if you get, if you get in a spot of bother, let, just give me a signal or something. I can teleport you within, like, teleport you to us if you're within 90 feet of me. Uh, a signal? Uh, I can certainly try. I can, what, what sort of signal would be preferable? Once like a bar now, twice like a scripture. Uh, what, sort of, what sort of signal would you prefer? Uh, visual, uh, um, audio. Well, look, we'll, we'll be we'll be pretty far away, so by all means, just shout something like, "I need to to get out of here." Or just just the word teleport. Well, I can do that. Do it. And like honestly, like it, we're not really. That'd be more than fine. I don't think we're really trying to be discreet. 
I mean, I'm probably sure if you just start screaming, he'll will we'll know. <laughs> I'll just I'll just hoot really loudly. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ah, the double octave hoot. I wondered if we'd hear it again tonight's session. <laughs> and here we hear the double octave hoot, the rare, excited hoot of the screech owl. <laughs> well, that's uh, be be, be, Before we go, um, uh, Mr. Library, quick question. Just a double yes. check. That the, the main gate is the only way out of the town, right? There's no, like, side door behind... Like um, the Western Wall. The, uh, I mean, uh, no I guess we could. In the Western Wall? We could swim out through the river. Um, there's a, a opening in the wall towards the northeastern side that uh, a river yeah, pulls in and collects. And, and we could swim out through there if we went via the uh, the windmills, uh, water mills. Sorry. But but there's no there's definitely no Western access to the the town. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say the town was designed to be uh, fortified against attack if there was to be you, bandits you, you or just, a frontier you, town. And no secret passages that you're aware of. Like, I mean, if it was fortified, oh. surely there's back doors. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, my dear, if there's secret passages, then they kept their secret well. I, I know not of their openings and entrances. Okay, just, 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 just checking, that's all. It's a bit Yoderish. I know not of their openings and entrances, I do. <laughs> oh, I said it that way. Sorry. I, I wouldn't know where they are. Sorry. Well, are, we ready? are we ready? I'm ready. That's, I'm, well, I'm not really ready, but I think if we just we just go. I think if we just go. It's, I think it's okay. Fine. Just take, take a moment. Take a deep breath. <gasps> As he does, like, and now this breathing. <laughs> it is gone. You let out that breath. I think fun. I've got the name of this episode. I'm going to call it Deep Breaths. <laughs> I think it's a good one for tonight. What, what did I call the What did I call the streaming? I can never remember. Mind of Metal. Still good, but I think I'm going to call it Deep Breaths. Or maybe, like, Ghosts of the Past. It's another good one, too. Echoes from the Past. <gasps> All right. Days of Future Past. No, wait a minute. <laughs> so we had an episode called Echoes of the Past. No, nah. we did. Eh? Didn't we? Nah, it's too no. cool. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> Alrighty. So, as you guys rush out of the tavern and begin moving through the streets, Niles, I'm assuming you're flying overhead as lookout. Um, I'm going to assume that Matt is doing that. I just noticed he's not here for the. Moment. I think that's all. I think his whole thing he, is he's going to fly be, around. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah. He'll be. He'll be keeping overwatch definitely the rest of you what would be your rough marching order oh i have a quick question for everyone i know niles not here i have the light cantrip should i cast that on niles if he's like distraction to even give him more of a shine i guess you cast it on like his clothes or something to make them shine and be more obvious yeah or, or minor illusion seemed to work last time <clears throat> it's actually that's quite strange i mean they said that they respond to astral bodies, not physical ones. Why yeah. did the minor illusion work? Maybe like, minor illusion taps into the internal fabric of the universe. Oh, that's a thought. That's terrifying. What? What is with you? I had an experience. <laughs> okay. I could breathe. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, it's like, uh, what is it? Beating the Beast. To be human again. Oh, to be human again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We'll talk later, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Um, as, as, as far as the light can trip, I don't think that's a terrible idea. Can you stop it if you're, if it needs to be stopped? What I might, what I might do is, is um, maybe cast it on something that, like, I, I grab a piece of parchment quickly and like give it to Niles to hang on to. Then I cast a light cantrip Ooh. on that. So if he wants to, he can drop it. Drop it. Fair enough. Good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, as as far as as far as me, I, I think I'm going to run beside uh, Mr. Mr. Library here because if uh, if things are about to get him, I, I can help. Same reason. If we need to make a quick getaway, I'll stick close to him, and I can probably try and just pick him up and dash off if worst comes to worst. And I'll, um, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I shall hang back and just make sure that our friend uh, yeah. Niles has a bit of help. I have some shenanigans I can pull out if need be. Yeah, I was also gonna hold back and just watch Niles because I think you guys will have covered. Mr. Library. That said, you're also just a bit slower, so maybe it's worth you moving over to the library. So you don't fall behind. True. Okay. Maybe. Um, Harry's gonna, Harry's gonna, like, uh, use stealth and not dash until he needs to, but he's gonna try to use the, yeah, the houses as cover. Yeah. Alrighty. I'll make sure. Oh, so Matt, I don't know if you heard, but I guess. Yeah, sorry. No, no, I gave you a piece of parchment that has, I just cast, cast light on, so that oh, you have cool. some more distracting capabilities. But you can drop it if need be. We're assuming yeah, you're doing sort of like Overwatch flying above and yeah, I'm just, I, I just I just be flying, yeah, just flying up and towards yeah. the scorpion, not um, really trying um, to be shoot selfie. Yeah, Harry's gonna say, um, yeah, like um, when I was shot with a bolt, it was uh, pretty accurate and um, hit pretty hit pretty hard. So maybe if if you're drawing attentions with uh, like dodging in the air, um, yeah. Oh, d- I, I, uh, <clears throat> thank you for the warning. I will uh, do my best. It, to it really hurt. Yeah, no, I saw. I, uh, I'm so amazed that you're able to stand. It's thanks, so, Lyra. Oh yes, Lyra is pretty good with her magic. Sometimes, the other time is it gets horribly really wrong. Oh. Is it bad that I want Niles to be shot out of the air so I can go, Grey Owl down, Grey Owl down? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that? You can. You should. You can try. Ooh. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you might live to regret those words, my son. Yeah, well. It's a monk, though. you got pretty good capabilities. And- yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm level three now. I can catch projectiles. So. Oh, wow. You watch as you know, two bolts you know, fly from behind yeah. <laughs> into the back of Miles' oh. head, and he just drops. No, no, no. Dead. Could have had some watership <laughs> down references when Harry went down. Oh yeah, watership down. That that oh, yeah. like I that oh, no. scarred me as a child. No, no, no. Let's not bring that up. Hey? We're not bringing it up. If you know what watership downs is, you probably were scarred like we were. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, um, yeah, just. Don't. It's an animation, but it's just dark, man. It's dark. Um, alrighty. So as as you begin setting out from the uh, the edge of the tavern and moving through 
the town back the way that you came towards the town gates. Niles, as you fly overhead easily, outstripping the rest of the party, your speed in the air is pretty damn fast. Um, Harry, you're only just behind him, sticking to the ground. Niles, you observe one of the drone scorpions moving towards the townhouses, and you can see as it moves in through the doors um, and pushes in, it actually uses its tail to extract like this beam of light burns through the hinges and the door just drops off immediately picked up by two waiting ant drones that carry it away and you watch as the scorpion moves inside the house from your posi- from your position and with your previous well, we can, I'm happy to use your perception checks that Harry made just before with the 18 to look for the, yeah. the scorpion drones for the moment the way seems clear Lyra, Tetra, Crassus Nowthers and uh, Nomu as, as the five of you rush down the steps you can see that the ants are well and truly taking apart the tavern. Um, the large metal stills out the back are already being carved open. The ants using their massive, powerful jaws to cut through the sheet metal, breaking it down into these easier to carry parts and transporting it back to the sphere. In fact, it seems like there's a much greater concentration of drones here now than there have been at any other location. Um, but as far as you can tell for the moment, no aggressive soldier drones seem to be in the area as you begin pushing your way forwards uh, marching at a fairly quick pace i'm assuming dashing at this stage uh, no move speed is um 20 20 feet so round, every round he can move 40 feet so that's not too bad given his uh, any sort of like late 70s <laughs> as, as you, you all begin like moving through the town i'm going to have um claire could you roll me a d100 please Ooh. Um, again, Harry. Harry's like literally uh, stalking around the houses as stealth. Like he's not. Would you like to roll me a stealth check too, please, yeah. um, Harry? Thirty-seven. With them, sure. Niles is just providing Overwatch. Yeah. Um, I think I also might move into stealth to be honest, because yeah. I'm not a. So you won't be dashing if you're in stealth boy. as easily. It's going to be. That's fine. I sort of yeah. want to hang back a little bit anyway to help Niles. I got teleports okay. and stuff I can do if cool, I cool, need cool. to. That's fine then. Uh, 14 Crassus. So yeah, Harry Harry on an 18, Crassus on 14. Both of you stealthing quite uh, expertly around the buildings and keeping yourselves out of sight. Um, Niles, you spot this first from the air. It looks like as you pass by uh, the lower section of townhouses, just on the edge of town, before Tetra, Lyra, and Naudis and uh, Nomu catch up, you can see that one of the townhouses has actually collapsed even more since you were inside the tavern. It looks like one of the foundations uh, and load-bearing wooden beams has been removed. And in the front yard, lying amidst a pool of blood, you can see a figure. Looks like a younger man, maybe in his early 20s. Um, At first glance, Niles, you can't tell whether this man is alive or dead, but the amount of blood around him is concerning uh now it is tetra and lyra as you come up in range of this townhouse and see this man lying in a pool of blood you can see two massive metal spikes one through his stomach and one through his upper left chest um can harry harry instantly uh checks around to see if there's a if the scorpions that kill them is in the area harry could you make me a perception or investigation check please 14. 14. 
As you're glancing around the corner of the townhouse, you spy a shadowy figure moving inside the townhouse towards the farther south region. Through a gap between the two pathways joining these two smaller townhouses together, the larger one at the back, you see this shadow move through much bigger than the scorpion drones you've seen previously. Uh, Harry, Harry tries to make eye contact with uh, Niles or the party. Yeah, I'd I'd say um, as you, I mean, you can you can sort of like move to the edge and like poke your ears up over the edge of some bushes and then like yeah. wrinkle your little nose over the top to try and get their attention. Um, Lyra Harry, Harry his eyes even into the house and does a like a a, a thing like this, and like inside. Uh, with um, with Harry's pointing out, all of you can see this dark shadowed shape moving within. Niles like looks over at the house and is gonna like try and like swoop onto like the opposite side of where the house is um so like opposite the party and he's just gonna see if he can see anything else through the windows or anything Niles would you like to make a perception or investigation check please perception check for sure eight eight. it's hard to make out anything through the soft gloom Um, even though your eyes are adjusted for low levels of light, with the bright sunlight around you, you're having trouble discerning the contrast inside this shadowed area. Your eyes haven't had time to adapt to the darkness. All you can tell is this very large shape moving very... almost like disjointedly. There's these like sudden like rushes of movement and then it pauses for a second and then... As it moves, uh, this yeah, very jerky. I'm gonna look down at the at my hand. Is it? Is there any reaction from? No that? change to the crystals. Hmm. Is 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 the house this thing in the one with the dead body in the front of it? Uh, no, that's the house in front. It, so as you as Harry's, you have a bit of a look with your with your perception check before of yeah. fourteen. You can see there is a bit of a blood trail leading back towards this rear house you, you don't get the sense this man ran out of the slightly collapsed house it looks like he might have come from the house where this larger shadowed creature is but he just took a little bit of time to fall uh lyra you're going to cast a healing word yeah as long as she's sort of within um that you can, you can move up to 120 isn't it healing word's massive it's like yeah. is it 120 no, i think it's no, no, the, the range, feet, I think it's, I think it's only 30 feet. feet. Oh, 60 feet, there you go, 60, yeah. 60 feet. Uh, Lyra, as you, as you look across now, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say probably Niles points him out to you. You focus and cast this magic. Unfortunately, there's no change. Mm. Yeah, I think she sort um, of needed to at least try. She's like, I can't just leave a dead person here. Uh, <laughs> Niles is going to get the parchment, the one that has the light on it. Yep. And he's gonna start to shake it around. <laughs> oh, Niles! Uh, as the rest of the party continue moving forwards, Niles, you get to this point. Um, you're still you're kind of in front of the party. Um, you're almost exactly halfway between them and the gates. Yeah, and as you stare cool. down towards this townhouse towards the south, hold up the parchment with light and begin shaking it around, and look for movement. You lose sight of the shadowed creature for a moment, and you're oh. not sure where it is anymore. With, oh. a per- with the perception of eight. Uh, oh does, no. does oh Harry no. have eyes on it? Uh, Harry, as you as you pause and turn around and have a bit of a look, 
you can't see movement from the house anymore. Is it the house behind us, or is it the house down in front towards of the us, south? In front, down towards the south. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought I thought it was this house. Oh, sorry, no, the one right towards the south. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. The, the front house is the one with the dead body in the exactly right. right. It's yeah. further down. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> the Niles is just going to like fly up a little higher. Um, sort of uh, getting away from the ground a bit. And he's going to sort of prepare himself to move very quickly in case this thing comes. As you are flapping up a little bit higher, Niles, I'm assuming the rest of the party is still moving towards the gate, or at least uh, Tetra, H- Lyra, Harry, and now it is. Harry is always keeping an eye on Niles and always always stealthing. Yep. Okay. And he's also yep. ready to jump onto the rooftops to like hide behind like the bend of the, the, the top of the yep. roof. So I'm, assume um, Tetra, I'm between Lyra Harry and the party. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Tetra, Lyra, now it is, and Nomu, as you reach the intersection with the gates just below you to the south, only 40, 50 feet away, there's this sudden crash from under, from back the way you came. Niles, does a... Oh, does an 18 hit you? Oh, it will. It wasn't okay. hitting me with. Uh, a bolt of metal. I'm going to use. I'm going to try and grab it. Yep. I'm going to use my reaction to deflect or catch the missile. Absolutely. So I better roll some damage first, and then you have to roll to see if you can uh, negate the damage. So that is going to be. Sorry, mate. That's 11 points of damage. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Um... It's not great though. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Eight. So you you reduce the damage by eight. So you reduce it from 11 down to three. Damn, um, that could have okay. been 17, but you rolled the lowest. If I got a zero, I could have thrown it back, damn it. I rolled a, I rolled yeah, a one. Yeah. Miles, oh, as that. as there's this, your, your feathers um, and your very carefully attuned hearing, uh, you hear this crash and then this instinct keeps you alive. As you twist in the air uh, over yourself and kick downwards, you actually manage to push this missile away, this metal rod, rather than striking you right in the back, it instead scrapes across your upper shoulder, not touching your wings at all, before disappearing up into the distance above. As you look down below you, you can see this hulking mass emerging from the townhouse. It almost looks like it's two or three creatures melded into one. This long serpentile body, almost like a, um, a long elongated um, uh, anaconda. This tail twisting up over the top of itself with these long spikes on this rotating cylindrical device that is starting to spin up, ready to fire more of these. <laughs> the head, as it pulls itself free, is this massive serpentine face with these large frills emerging from it, creating this array of crystals as it looks much like a cobra as the crystals begin to power up you watch as energy begins linking them and as the cobra opens its mouth wide a bolt of lightning arcs down from the sky and crashes into it and you watch as it writhes for a moment and then begins glowing as it is charged up oh (laughs) that's less than Uh, good at the moment it only has seen Niles, Tetra, Lyra, and Naudis. Actually, I'm going to throw everyone into uh, initiative first. Yeah. Uh, make yeah, sure you click on your that. tokens. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm, I fucking fly out of there. 
I did click it though. It did. It didn't go through. I always roll initiative so bad. Yeah, I'm gonna roll again and just use my original and use that to. Oh, there, this one was better. How many key points do I have left? Oh, roll an 18. That's just pretty good. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna bother. Definitely clicked on my token. <laughs> yep, I did too. It just didn't work. Parried all the twenty-two. Um, no, no, no. That was that was the re-roll. I had to, I rolled once and. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, let me let me clear that. it really quickly, and I'll quickly add oh. all your turns in. So, um, let's quickly just because sometimes it sometimes it does glitch out. So Niles, sorry, Niles. Now it is Tetra, Lyra, Crassus, Harry, and I just need to change that to drone. Hey, Drudes, what are you doing? What are we doing? So, Niles, eight. That's a natural one. I was distracted. Drone Cobra is a 12. Lyra? Just not a four. Four for Lyra. Niles rolled an 18. That was the eight on the deflect missiles. Oh, gotcha. 18. Niles? What did you roll? Yours was an eight. No, 18. Sorry, that was the defect missiles. Um, Tetra was a 5. Oh, woof. Yep. This was terrible yep. initiative. Crassus was an 11. Why do I have two Lyras? Like that one. Um, Nowdiz was an 11. Nowdiz almost rolled the highest initiative. Um, five. Who's not on the initiative list? Crassus. Crassus is the only one That's missing. Crassus was 11. Uh, Nomu is just going to use his turn to uh, run at the end of every round. Niles, you're actually up first yeah. with an initiative of 18. Did you want to use your synchronize feature? Uh, no, I'm not going to use synchronize. I'm already top of the turn order, so that seems fair. It's, it's fine. But remember, um, you can use it to change its position as well. Yep. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Um, uh, I am going to... So it's really early notice me, yeah? yeah? At the moment, it looks like it's focused on you. You're not sure it's seen anybody else. I'm going to sort of wave the the the, the light a little bit more, almost like tauntingly, which is a bit strange because I know like this is a metallic automaton, so I'm not sure if it really gets it. Um, but anyway, I'm going to be like, chase me over here if you can. And I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I'm going to use Step of the Wind, and I'm going to just bolt backwards, uh, back nice. in the opposite direction. Uh, so that's going to be dashing. So that's 80 feet. I'm just going to roll, run. Okay. <laughs> all the way back this way. Yep. Um, probably to about there. Absolutely. As you just um, and, literally back the yeah. way that the rest of the group had run essentially as as you yeah. begin like moving back towards the tavern trying to maintain some distance between you and this creature but also bring it with you so that it chases yeah. you away from the rest of your team it's very noble yeah. of you and to then, sacrifice yourself yeah well as a, and then as an action i'll just take the the dodge action all righty um, brilliant just see if i can yeah harry yeah um dm rolling if i Hello. ran into some of these houses here to effectively hide. Do I have to take the action to hide? Uh, you can use a bonus action. I, like, hide as a rogue. But I'm literally running into the houses and just like 
So you're not sure whether or not it's already seen you or not at this stage. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you, I mean, you've already rolled a stealth check for your original stealth. If you want yeah, to yeah. have a go at trying to hide yourself even better, you would have to roll another stealth check. The thing is, right, it's not just that it can't see. It's like if you run into a house, it might be able to hear you. You don't know what other senses it has. Yeah. So that's yeah, where the stealth okay, check kicks okay. in. Uh, Harry waves to the others and like says, go on, keep going, keep going. Right, but without yelling, he's just like, that's what he's motioning. Uh, for mm-hmm. podcast listeners um and harry awesome. then uh, i'm not actually on the house I'm, i wanted to be but like harry saw niles f- fly that way so harry is going to use his movement to move 30 here then use his action so harry's kind of I'll following use... niles along the ground yep and i'll use my bonus action to move another 30 sorry i'll use my yeah, my, my bonus action doesn't actually matter. To move another right. thirty, um, I I imagine I'm still quite hidden, so I'm also going to use my so if bonus you're, action. To if you're move. dashing, yeah. So I did you want to use your action to dash, or did you want to use bonus action to dash? Uh, I didn't think it mattered. It does matter because you can't use two bonus actions. So well, if you're going to use your though. action to dash, then you can use your bonus action to hide as a rogue. But if you use your bonus I can, action... I can use my action or bonus action to hide or dash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wanted to move 90 feet, effectively, with my action and bonus action. Okay, so you want to do the dash and then do... Well, because I'm just not close enough to Niles yet, am I? Um, but hiding is more important, so I'm just going to stealth then. Okay, no problems at all. Uh, I will get you to roll another stealth check yep. because to dash is to break cover and move between the houses. 23 is nice, man. That's good. <laughs> nice. Uh, the drone cobra is next. You watch as it destroys one of the walls of the house as it just pushes through. The townhouse collapses around it as it uses its full movement to chase after this tasty morsel. Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 as it slithers around and pushes through. You watch as its mouth opens wide, this cylindrical drill emerges and it just drills through the wall of the townhouse, moving inside the next one along. Um, is it, is it, does it look like it's after me though? It looks like it's chasing you. You watch as it pushes its Hell way through yeah. one of the townhouses, Perfect. streaks across the street, opens its mouth. The jaws dis, dis, like literally disengage and open wide and this massive drill spins up and cuts through the house in front and it just burrows through into this house, chasing you down, Niles. Um, now it is. Yeah. Can I retcon something from my turn? Yeah. Since I was in a dash and make sounds anyway and break cover, can I say I yelled, um, we'll meet you guys near the sphere? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yep, I, I yelled that to the party before going off the Niles. Because we're going there anyway, right? That was the plan, so... After you've dropped off Nomi, yeah. yeah. After dropped off, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will go my 25 feet um, towards the gate. Yep. Action dash. No, no, I'm actually going to dodge. Brilliant. Yep, I'm just going to take a defensive, situ- defensive position while the others run past me. Makes perfect sense. Crassus. Alright. Okay, so these guys have um, run over here. Yep. Or this way. Yep. Uh, Running back the towards the west. Here. Yep. Just towards yeah. the south. What I'll do is, I'm still stealthing, so I'm going to go 5 or... Yeah, I might go 5, 10, 15... 25, 30. 
Um, I might do that for now. Okay. Or... Do I want to do anything else? I'm trying to think before. Uh, don't forget that there can also be scorpions in the area as well, if you're going to stay out in the open. Um, True. That's why I'm trying to stick to the houses a bit more. So maybe I'll oh, sorry, I was, looking at, I was looking at Tetra, my bad, my bad. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, what I might do is... Just to, like, just in case that, like, Cobra sort of doubles back and potentially comes through these houses, I'm going to put, like, a minor illusion here of, like, one of us, like, Nalthus or something that can probably Alrighty. fit in the fire. Just I don't know how tall now, the... now is. Yeah. Well, so, like, I, I don't want it to be inside of it now, so, like, when it, it, it can just turn and see it. I'd rather, if it ever actually comes back and loops back and goes through this and hits us when we're at the front so you gate. you want to hold an action to cast a minor illusion if it looks like it's oh, I'll coming just back cast a minor. I'll just cast a minor illusion now, um, okay. right there. So then when it does come into this area, then it'll, it'll like, see this like figure and then yeah. maybe so like in, in between the narrow streets of these tightly clustered townhouses right near the gates, yeah. you want to drop a minor illusion of, of nowadays. Yep, absolutely. Just just to cover ourselves, I, I, yeah. I don't know how this chase is going to go. It, it probably will follow them, but it's better to just to make sure we no, have absolutely. some form of a... Uh, plan. Tetra. Yeah, for sure. Alright, um, well. So she's just gonna go her three little squares. Actually, oh. Nah, she might do action dash, actually. Okay, no problems at all. Uh, two, three, four, five, six. Put it next to now. Yep. Um, now, just a second. Uh, it's an action. Oh, it is an action. Never mind. Thank you. Never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think she'll just stick there. And, and um, so, what, so what she's what she's preparing to do is like as um, as he comes through, it's going to be like either sort of um, ward for him or try and help him through if he needs it. Yep. Brilliant. Lyra. Would it be possible for Lyra to hold her turn until after Mr. Library does his full dash? Because um, um, she sort of just yeah. wants to stick on his tail. Um, I'm happy. And like, that. she's just afraid of him being left behind. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. Uh, Nomu sprints up uh, and gets next to Tetra. Yeah, so Lyra will probably do move a similar amount. Um, the I think she gets six squares. Um, Actually, as Nomu gets up to Tetra and now it is and Lyra, you come up behind, he looks, he goes, oh, that's the, that's the one that I saw that just cleaved through the card. It's, that, that thing is terrifying. We need to get out of here now. Your friends are in grave danger. We, yes, yes, they are. You need to run. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> I think it's, I think we need to get them out of the town. Are they going to double back? How are we going to get them out of here? Well, we're going to meet them at the uh, thing, but you need to get the hell out of here. Lyra, action dash up range with Nowdiz and Tetra. Pretty much. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, nothing interesting. Niles. Yeah, wow. Okay. I actually can't see any where anyone is at the moment. This is kind of fun. Um, I see this thing barreling towards me 
Yeah, and as um, it disappears into the townhouse below you, you lose sight of it. Or you can only sort of see the end of its tail emerging from the back of the townhouse uh, as it pushes its way into the internal walls. It's fine. Um, I'm probably just going to do the same thing again. So I am going to... I really don't want to use another bonus action. What can I do instead? You also saw just, No, no. You know what? I can just move. I'm going to move back 40 feet to yep. back here. Just keep flying sort of, back towards the tavern. Yep. Back yep. towards the tavern. Still trying to like pull pull this thing away from yep. my friends, uh, or from my from my allies, trusting that they're sort of getting no move to safety and. Um, and then, yeah, as a, as an action, again, I'll just take the dodge action. I, I, I imagine with the 40 feet of movement, I sort of fly up a little bit higher as well, just to yep. sort of put some more distance between yep. this creature and, and, my, and myself. And yeah, I just wait to see what else, what else you can dish out at me. Did you um, want to hold an action? Uh, no, I'm going to just take the dodge action. Sorry. Right. Cool. Harry. The, the, um, the, the crystal on you glows warmly as well as if to remind you yeah. that you have buttons. <laughs> yeah. Is that a D4 or D6? 4. D4. Four. <clears throat> cool. Harry Harrington can, Harry, can Harry see anything that Niles did? Uh, you see Niles fly up. Uh, Niles is visible above the roofs, I would say. So you see Niles fly up higher. Okay. And from my, from my angle, Cobra you can just see the tail disappearing on... into the townhouse towards the south of okay. where you are. And it sees Niles. Uh, it's, it looks like it's chasing after him. Yeah, you get the sense it probably right. has seen Do him. Do I have a clear shot from here? You could shoot its tail, yeah. That's an action. Yep. Okay, I trust my friends are running to the... thing. Um... Harry will shoot. Okay. Harry might regret this. Yeah, huh? Uh, but that's sneak attack damage. Yep. I, I, I want to I give Niles a bit of respite as well. Yep. So, like, between the two of us, we're like... Mm. That is a nat 20. Natural Whoa. 20. If you were going to get a nat 20, that was the time for it. So nat 20 Harry definitely hell hits. Yeah. As the arrow <laughs> flies through the air and spears oh, into its tail. Uh, so that's going to be... Uh, so it does 1d6 damage. So that is a five yep. that you rolled. So that's plus six because you get the dice damage on top of it for the better criticals. Yep. So that's a total of 11 damage. I'll just mark that off. And again. does the sneak attack get crit as well? It does. Whoa. The sneak attack gets crit as well. Yep. So it's two. It okay, 2d6. So is that is that 12 plus? 12 plus the what I rolled? Eight? Eight, yes. So that's 20? Yes. So, so a total, total of like 31 damage. damage. Oof. Level three as well. It's good. Welcome. As the as the arrow strikes in and pierces through the metal plates, it lets out this echoing roar of metal grating on metal. And as it spins its body around and flashes, you watch as electricity crackles down along its body. Um, it's going to do a lightning rebuke. Um, the, as, a, as a reaction? Yes. Oh, the energy as it, as this bolt as this bolt strikes through. It almost discharges the energy that this creature had built up, and this blast of lightning crackles back down the line of the crossbow and strikes at you, Harry. Um, you need to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, what, am I, what am I trying to beat? Uh, I, you don't know. 
That's a 13. I that have is... a reaction that lets me say lucky footwork. When you fail a deck saving throw, you can use the reaction to roll a d4 and add it to the save, potentially turning the failure to a success. I definitely roll a d4. Okay. Definitely roll a d4. Oh, oh that's one. 14. Oh, oh no. 14. Right. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Right. I got two rooms. I can cast it on him. I cast it on him. Yep. Um, 14 lightning damage. <laughs> crackles back and stabs into you as this blast of lightning. Um, crackles oh, across your body and sends you sprawling onto the ground, Harry. Um, Am I you're prone? Not, you're not prone. No, no, you're not prone. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. I'm for, more for okay. more for flavor, flav. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Um, um, Harry, anything else yeah. on your turn? Yeah, Harry's going to use his movement. Get the the fuck out of dodge. Um, whether he <laughs> cuts back to this house here, but this house on his on the east is like broken down, right? Like, there's not a lot to hide. So from. there's most of the houses have been partially demolished the ones nearest to the gate to the east of where you are the what the house closest to you to the east has had the roof cave in and collapse that's where the body of that young man was the okay, townhouse um, you're currently standing in front of which is just a little bit to the west of the gates um it appears to be mostly intact but you can see the inside has been stripped by the ants okay um mechanical question if i hide first yeah. and then move Mechanically, does that mean the enemy thinks I am where I was, as opposed to moving first and then hiding? You're not sure. It would depend on the enemy's intelligence and tactics and yep, things like okay. that. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's the case, Harry will move along the line of the houses here to try and get towards the east or west. Out of sight. West. Uh, heading still towards west, away from the gates towards the tavern. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, I'm going to use my bonus action to hide okay brilliant would you like to roll me another stealth check because yeah. it definitely that's a net 20. oh natural Whoa! 20 if you were getting that's two nat 20s that's in a row day very good well, and then, and then, kind of. oh no i that was different and then that one as well and then that one yeah. as well with d4 yeah, yeah. <laughs> harry that's just as well because on the cobra's turn it smashes through the townhouse moving 10 20 30 40 exactly to where that strike had come from as it bursts through the townhouse next to you collapses down around it this massive drill from its mouth just carving through the stone as it rises up its head now fully in the sunlight to your eyes harry as you peer over the top of this townhouse and around the corner you can see this thing is easily 25 30 feet long and as it rises up 10 feet in the air and looks around, these three sets of gem-like eyes peering for you, as it tries to locate you, it lets out this deafening roar of metal grating on metal before turning its attention back towards the bird high above. It turns its tail around towards you, Niles. Yeah. And you hear this as another bolt flies out. Cool. Uh, you, you have the dodge, so this is with disadvantage for me. Okay, first roll is a 19. Second roll is a 14. I don't think that hits, does it? Misses. The second, arrow, the second, uh, the the disadvantage, the bolt just brushes right past your feathers, Niles. Unfortunately, it gets two attacks. It's fine. I'm it's still going dodging. to take its second attack. Uh, nope, that's not going to hit. Nope, that's less than last time. Uh, 11 does not hit. As the second arrow flies past, you get very lucky on the dice rolls as the creature lets out this horrifying roar around it and begins trying looking for this pesky little rabbit who does some damage to it. You can it's see that Harry's arrow has damaged part of the tail, 
not as much as you would have hoped. And on that, we are going to end tonight's session and come back next week because there is no way we are wrapping this up anytime soon. This is not an easy fight. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We will be back again next week for more Return of the Giants. But until then, that is all from us. We are going to be heading off to bed soon. I hope everyone sleeps tight and doesn't have horrifying dreams about a giant metal cobra chasing them down through the streets of a, a demolished uh, ruin of a town. I know um, I will. <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> um, that is where we are leaving up for tonight. Thank you so much again, everybody. If you've been listening to this on uh, YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the like, comment, all of those lovely things that help the YouTube algorithm. Uh, let me, sorry, let me rephrase it. The YouTube algorithm's a timorous beastie, but she can be tamed and even trained. With the mere use of a subscribe, you can have that YouTube algorithm eating out of the palm of your hand. And if you add that with a like and a comment, why, she'll be your friend in no time at all, lad. Um, if you're listening to this, I don't know what that was. <laughs> if you're listening to this on uh, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of the other lovely podcast things, um, some of them have ways that you can leave reviews and readings and comments. Do it if you can. If, if you can't leave anything, that's absolutely fine. Um, and to the lovely Twitch viewers, make sure you stick around. We're going to go and raid a channel after this. Um, I think we might go raid. I was, I was hoping we could go and raid um, the Corsair's Cove, but it doesn't look like they're online tonight. I think got my days mixed up, so that's okay. We will go and raid another lovely group. Maybe we'll go raid Critnamis. I think they're quite lovely and friendly. Let's go raid them. But until next week, everybody, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really soon. And who knows, maybe next session we'll be able to enjoy a nice rabbit pie. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next time. <laughs>